We got a hook, line and sinker, and some water. Oh, sounds good, mate. Let's just go down to the bank and do our thing. All right. Because it's so natural just doing what we order. It makes a body want to sit right up and sing. It don't get lonesome. We got the dog to talk to. Yeah, not a bad sort of man. And you know, he don't scream a name. Well, the best you can do is whine. Just rob the dog and no wives. They can't get us, mate. And the sharks out here ain't as bad as the human kind. And we got a lot of time now Oh, what a feeling Just a wet line And dream that time away We dream one day We'll get that great big boomer Oh, mate, I just want a feeling I don't mind if he gets away Well, I do Well, I don't Oh, my friends don't go Mates who just love to hear those stories. You know about that great big monster, the one that always seems to get away. But all I ever do is just hear those stories. It's a great game fishing. Shine like cut, come out to play. <laughs> all my friends don't go fishing. Good morning and welcome to the 4K1G Fishing Show on a beautiful, crisp little Saturday morning to start the day. Morning, Marty. Hey, good morning, buddy. How are you? I'm fantastic. Now, before we start, Uh when we were walking into the studio, we seen the most amazing thing this morning. As we were walking up the stairs to come into the studio, I turned around and looked to the north. I'd say we were looking. Yes, and we've seen another one of those really bright shooting stars 
going out. And I said, Marty, Marty, check that out. And we watched it go across the It was horizon. insane. It was it incredible. Was so, so cool. And you're exactly right. If it was pitch black, it would have lit up the whole sky exactly yes. the same as last time. So um, at, brilliant. Brilliant. It was amazing. And to turn around and see it. I'd love to know if anyone else saw it because it, it, it would be on the oh, news. Everyone would have seen that. It was, yep. it was so bright. Um, well, you have to be up at this time in the morning, so yeah. not as many people would have seen it this you time. You know where that would have been so good to – like, we got a great view of it from up on the top of the stairs racing across the sky. But yeah. if you were on the strand, you would have been able to watch that till it burnt out. Oh, you would have. It that would have been so, fantastic. So cool. Well, our strand walkers would have seen it. Yeah. Definitely. That was, uh, that was ace to watch that. It was so good watching Did you that. just try and act cool? Ace. I haven't said ace for years. Do you say Well, no, that's because you're 108 years old, Gary. That, it's not the word kid, you do. used to say ace. That was ace. Yep. Did you used to say ace when you were I, a kid? No, rad. Rad? Yeah, rad was ace, our word. Ace. But no, um, to be able to see that this morning, um, <clears throat> it was so cool. That's yeah, I got a real kick out of it. And I said, said thank you very much for tapping me out. You scared the crap out I of me. You. I thought I was about to be knifed in the back. <laughs> No, look, I as, said, as most look, people look. do in Townsville these days. Yeah, it was so cool. Now, that is the second one I've ever seen. The first one I've ever seen, I was mm. 18 and I was on the farm. Yes. And was out in the middle of the night. I don't know, we were shooting foxes or something. I can't remember what we were doing, but we were out in one of the paddocks. Yeah. One of those, my, my uncle was in his car down the other paddock somewhere, and um, one went through the sky like they had the other month where it lit up the whole. So I was in the middle of a. 5,000 acre paddock and it just lit up. Yes. And so I was about 18 then. So that was a long time ago. And then to see this one go through the sky. It was uh, amazing. In daylight. was so In daylight. It was. Uh, yeah. It lit up the day. Yes, it was cool. So mm. uh, so that was rad, Marty. Uh, yeah, I thought it was that. quite ace. Yeah. How was your, how's your week been? Uh, good week. Good, good yeah. week. Yeah, very, very busy week. I had my head down bum up at work and um, <coughs> a couple of promos. So I was smashing them out. Which is good. Yeah, yeah, because I've been struggling with budget because there's no whistle butts. We're on a massive downturn. Yeah. Um, a lot of businesses are just starting to do it tough. And and I see that. Uh, a lot of my retail resellers, uh, uh, sales are right down. Yeah. So it's a sign of the time. It's going to happen. It is. Um, see, a lot of people don't. Like, if you're well off or if you have a really good paying job, you don't understand. Yeah. You don't. It, it, it's just you're trying to work out what do you mean people are struggling and whatever. But if you're just on a normal wage, holy hell, yeah, it is full on hard. Chuck a couple of kids in with that and this and that, you know, and I'm not saying that um, I'm in that boat, but we still do it tough, Oh, mate, you know, and, and I'm helped. I don't have to pay for car fuel or my own vehicle or all that. That all comes with being a rep. But, you know, it's not free because you spend a lot of time on the highway too, rolling yeah. the dice. Did you do much? I, and while I say, uh, can, I, uh, can, can I have a controversy corner for two minutes? Go it, for it, Marty. And it was the most dangerous thing that I've ever seen. I just can't understand. There's got to be a better way to do it. Anyway, on Thursday, uh, driving up from Matali, Ingham, Trip and Eric, they had the, the bike riders. Uh, and I know it's oh, nothing about the bike. Yeah, so they were um, uh, riding from Townsville to Cairns for their yep. raising money. It, it was insanely dangerous. Just, and um, the queues were massively long. And I think 
the problem was with it, when you come up on the right, it's like they, they put it in five separate bunches. So you didn't have to get past one big bunch. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it, you know, they could have put them to a side, one big bunch, job done, everyone rides together. Obviously, they can't. They must have them in five segments for fit riders, professional riders, People overweight like riders. Yeah, yeah. So... You five times you had to negotiate to get around these people, and every time it was dangerous. So, because I've done it right in the middle of nomad season, so there's already fifty carav- fifty thousand Car- yeah. caravans on the road. Then you've got these people, for lack of a better word, and so and they've got a pilot um, at the front of the the group and a pilot car at the back of the um, group. But um, when you come around the corner, because they've got the whole road and they're sitting on around about that 20k an hour mark, because the pilot's right on, you, like the truckies, one truckie, he, because I was listening to it, he had to put on the brakes, his whole trailer, everything just went all over the road because he's come around the corner and they're right there. Yep. He had nowhere to go. There were, the, the pilot was directly behind the last rider. And so then, there wasn't a gap. There's, like there's no gap. So 300 metres No. Them. No, and every single one was the same. It was the most atrocious setup that I've ever seen. And it, it really was. It was crap. Yeah. It was crap. And um, they do it at the busiest time of the end, not forgetting the fact this is about charity and a good charity. So yeah. so, Pluto, so kudos for but that. But it was a little bit dangerous. Not a little bit, guys. A lot. It was huge. And anyone that was on that highway at that time of the morning going through will know exactly what I'm talking about. And obviously, I'm privileged to have... CV, yeah. So you hear all the all the talk and everything, chitter chatter, and it's not it. And it was just apart from you got to take out the massive percentage of truckies and caravanners and, and blokes like you and I going off their nut. Yep. Forget that. But then there's another big percentage of of truckies who are like, guys, you're gonna die. Mm. This is I'm not pulling this rig up. You have to do this better. You've got to do it differently. So. And, Interesting. And, yep, and and seeing it, it was the worst thing I've seen. I don't know how anyone hasn't died How yet. long did it take you to get past them? Each one was about – because remember, there's 20 caravans in front of me by the time the you get them. Yeah. Yeah, it was a long haul, long haul in between. Like when they pull up at – because I was going through so many, the first one I met was at Blue Water. Yeah. And then there was another one at um, Rolling Stone. So the ones in at Rolling Stone pulled in at the Rolling Stone pub there and just had their breather and whatever. But you got a whole heap in between. But then, in effect, what you've have if you've you've got ten kilometres of traffic, all that that's yeah. bunched up because of the whole lot that's got nowhere to go. And then the nomads, and we've covered this before, they need to pull over. They've got to pull over. And if everyone had a bit of a brain, they'd say, oh, well, I can't sit on 100 on the highway. I'm just going to pull in and let everyone else go through. And you can hear the angst of the truckies. And everything. It was just someone's got to look into it. Great charity. Let's not forget that. Yeah. Really crap organisation and a tragedy waiting to happen. Guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah, it's, uh, so they were took up their whole lane wasn't two abreast it wasn't two abreast it was four abreast five so in order to get past them you had to go fully into the opposite lane no police no police no police interesting yep because yep and they ruined what they're trying to do because anyone on the highway the last thing they wanted to do was donate money to this it it, it ruined it because people were really angry instead of saying good job there's no waving or beeping at these because you're like yeah, you. Was, but it was 
yeah, different type of waving and different different type, type of, of waving, and so that's disappointing. And I'm not a fan of cyclists straight up, and they're not a fan of Bodie, so that doesn't matter. If for, forgetting what they are, it's, it, it was just a bad thing. Cyclists, yeah, and I've I've gone through a whole segment without using a swear word. So you, Jose will be very happy. Jose will that. be very happy. We'll I've worked on that through the whole show. Yeah, it just shitted me, guys. There you go. What? Ching, swear jar. Um, interesting couple of emails um, during the week. We're starting to get a lot of emails we because are. of the podcast. They I've are outlook.com. Going out of control. Is our email address. And, yeah. Uh, some of the lads are sending emails. And the boys down at Bird Chip. Bird Chip? Yes. Is it Bird Bird Chip? Bird Chip? I don't know. No, it's Bird Chip. John and the gang down Bird there. Ship. Are going to um, Cape Melville as they do every year, late right. every year, end of September, early October, for their annual bird ship boys trip. Yes, um, and uh, can't believe it. They they do a lot of reef fishing up there, which is perfect because they get a lot of good reef species. But they, they do haven't caught a barra yet in the creeks. Wait, let us so help John them with and that. The boys, are you the right person for this no, segment? I'm not. Can we get someone else in? No. Right. Gonna, We'll work with I'm each other. I'm going to my way through. <laughs> no, I can catch rats. You are a very good barra fisherman. You've just, just run hit. over a, a Chinaman fishing or something at the, at moment. the moment. But so, it doesn't matter. So John and the boys at Bird Ship. And when you turn around, you're going to turn around, turn around. You're going to go through a cycle of putting absolute crackers on the, on the boat. I don't think I'll take a photo of illegal fish ever again, just so I keep the stigma of the rat king. Because I got a rat the other day. Don't turn this to your advantage. Yeah, I am. Don't, do not make this as an advantage for you. Because I got a I got a nice rat the other day, fifty five, and we'll talk about that trip. You had a little trip as well, so we'll talk about our little trips. Mm. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about um, what to look for in a creek for the boys from Birchip, Victoria. Yes. Because not a lot of barras down Victoria, and the boys struggle with lure, lure fishing, whether it be cod, yellows, reddies, whatever they catch down there. Beautiful. That, that wouldn't pull the We've got a few things it. to talk about today. We'll cover that. Also, let me have a read here. Big shout out this morning to Jordan Bennett. Um, Jordan says, Hey, Marty, love tuning into the podcast. What about Gaz? Just wait. Sorry. Sorry. All right. Just wait. Marty. Hey, Marty, love tuning into the podcast. Brilliant stuff, mate. Can you burn Gazza in the next show with this little cracker joke, please? Are you ready? Go Get for a joke. it. What do midgets and Gaza have in common? I don't know. <laughs> Very little. <laughs> yeah. Who's that, that, Jordan? Jordan Bennett. Good on you, Good Jordan. Jordan, I love it, And mate. then he says, uh, <laughs> sent in by a listener in Bellingen, mid-north coast, New South Wales. You can say that, Jordan, because I'm very, very short in stature, but I'm very big. In, in shoe, heart. In shoe size. In heart. <laughs> shoe size. Uh, he says, keep up the great work, lads. And thank you, Jordan, for listening. And where, where's he from? He's from uh, Bellingen, mid-north coast, New South Wales. So we're reaching far and wide, Gaz. Yeah, we are, mate. And we have uh, John uh, from Rocky as well. John from Birch Ship. And yeah. John from um, Rocky sent us a message. Yep. Um, and he uh, he's getting back into his fishing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
was brought up and grew up around Weeper, so yep. he had the good old ugly stick with the Abu sixty five hundred. Yes, yes, yeah, so, I remember uh, so talking John about wants this gentleman. A bit of a um, what sort of rod and reel we recommend? Um, I've already sent him an email, but we can have a chat um. for sure. He was asking, and look, I don't really know where to send him. And Gaz, you didn't know, but he was asking for a fishing rod that's got a really short butt section, which. Nowadays, are just uh, they're like a unicorn. They are. He had uh, what he used to fish with, and and we've spoke about it before. Mm. When we all had one, was the ugly stick with the little pistol grip that you could interchange. Trigger the trigger grip. Trigger grip. Yeah. So uh, John from Rocky had one of them, mm. and he's he's quite accustomed to a, a short butted rod like that. But mm. I haven't seen any in a shop. Mm. For a long, long time, with such a short. Oh, it's just such fond memories of me. Like it's, it's 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 like it's in front of me now. The because I had exactly what he described the the Abu Six Five Ambassador, and uh, on the ugly stick. Back then, the ugly stick that was the gun. Um, I used to love the spiral wraps they had on them. Yes. Um, I, I love the blue one, the red. I had so many. Um, it's just a really, really good outfit. Ma- loaded up with 12-pound green Maxima. You remember the old Berkeley. Green? You, Berkeley. You were Maxima. Berkeley? I, I liked the Berkeley um, game line. Was it Tri-Line? Tri-Line. Um, they had a – their green – their fluoro green was a little bit darker than the platypus green. Yep. I um, still like my platypus. I'll always love the platypus yep. pre-test lines. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, they, uh, they were some – what was that? That was my phone sliding off the console, my oh. friend. Um, I thought you I hit- thought that was your big shoe hitting the table. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> I'm not going there. Jordo, <laughs> stop those silly jokes. Leave it, buddy. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, yeah, um, where, were, where were we? I don't know. We were with the, the fishing rods. But, yes, I haven't seen... I haven't seen a um, short-butted pistol-style um, rod in a shop for many years. Yeah. Oh, a reminder, give Ren a call today too. Ren? Yeah, yeah, give Ren a call. Fish. He's been catching lots of fish. Oh, Gumby. Um, but good fish too. He sends me... Morning, Ren. Morning, Ren. Morning, Ren. If he isn't flying around anywhere in his helicopter. No, he just sent a message then. Did he? Good on you, Ren. Um, Which I have on the Mick's helicopter, so I'll have to... We've got to work that out. I've are you put, sure it's Ren or Mick? I don't know. I don't know. It's Ren. Is that? Hang on, I've got a message. It's Ren. It's Ren. Beautiful. Yeah, we'll give you. We'll give you a ring shortly, Ren. We'll have a little chat. Um. So yeah, I haven't seen a pistol grip rod, but what I did say to John from Rockhampton was, um, go into any of your. Rods. You know who does do one? Sorry to go for it. Yes. Um. Is um, Saint Croix. But uh, there isn't many Saint Croix around these days. No, but you can get them still. And the grip is cork. Oh, beautiful! Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful, beautiful so little rock. Down at Rocky, what's um, what's the shop down at Barra? Barra Jacks, Barra Jacks, or something. Down yeah, at Rocky? yeah. Going and see the boys, or or yep. your local. You'll be shop, able to order be... order that in. Yeah, and if not, I said um, just find something that's comfortable, and then maybe the boys can trim the butt a little bit for you if you don't like a long. Because I like wedge on it on a me too wedging it under my forearm um, when you when you're fighting. So maybe they can trim butt. To be really careful um, taking a bit off the butt is you're altering the dynamics a little bit of the rod. For sure. Taking that bit of bounce. Although bounce is a... With modern day... Back in the day, you could get a ray of it yeah. because rods weren't so finely tuned. But even now, stock st- standard rods, yeah. forgetting Loomis or Edge or, or Dobbins or anything like that, 
you st- you can't really manipulate them much without affecting the blank. No. So I always used to laugh when they used to say, "Oh, it's got to be a balanced outfit," and they put a reel on it, and then they put their finger. No. <coughs> Excuse me. You can bounce a rod anywhere. anywhere. Put you could tie a house brick on the end of it, and as far up as you move your finger, you'll get it to bounce. So that yeah. what you want is something that feels comfortable to you, hmm. light, nice and comfortable. I agree, and easy to use. So, so yeah, John at Rocky, I would. Um, what the, didn't he mention something about the the five six C three? Yeah, he did. Do we mm. still think that's a great reel? Oh brilliant, yeah, brilliant reel. I would. I find the 5.6, if I'm being honest, a bit of a waste of time size. Yeah. Um, so I would definitely drop down to the 4.5 or the 4.6. Yeah. Um, that's a better size for me. And, and I remember um, like a perfect size reel, which I really loved, and they brought them out originally with the Pro Maxes and the Black Maxes, um, and that was the 3.6. Um, and that was just a beautiful size, which is probably equivalent to a Calcutta 200. Yep. In that, and this is like barrel reels – Love them or hate them, they're making a comeback. They, they, um, aesthetically, they're gorgeous. Um, and people had when people think barrel reels, they think of a six five or a seven thousand, which is huge and cumbersome, and you know, great, great mackerel reel. But they forget that you can nowadays barrel reels. They just sit in the palm of your they're hand. They're so they, nice now. They're, they're gorgeous to use. Like like your um, your conquest. How sweet is that? Oh, seriously, beautiful. it's Little just reel. out of control. Too and, good to use. And we can vouch for or I can vouch for it because I have top-of-the-line low profiles as well, you know, in both Daiwa and and um, Shimano. And the longevity of them for smoothness yeah. and so forth is just – I don't know what it is. The, the barrel reels seem to hold up a lot better. Yeah, they're not – they are. They're a bit more robust. They are a uh, bit more I robust. And, and, and saying that, I love having a what we call teardrop – Low yep. profile reel, yep. um, fishing with that sometimes it's great. It feels good, especially if it, you, you know, it's a long time. But you, the weight, people can't say, oh, they're so heavy, they're so heavy. No, they're not. No. You put a Calcutta Conquest in your hand, you, they're light as. So that throws that theory out. Forget, don't think about. 1995 things have changed since then everything has changed the the, the brass the pinion gears the this the that everything yeah, has come down so light now. yeah so so yeah it's uh i would say just duck into the low he's into the local tackle store he's had a little look around yeah but being down at rocky um i did put the float the idea of maybe a spin outfit because a lot of the stuff you see from around rocky is vibing or mm. soft plastic fishing Probably is a fair bit of hard body fishing, but Look, it doesn't get the. If I'm, you know what? I love fighting fish on spin. Oh, it's awesome! Fun, it yeah. really is awesome. I don't know if it's because if it's it's a, just a change from baitcaster, but it's just so comfortable, and you feel like you're in a rocking chair. You just lay back and let it happen, not fighting one of them stupid thirty kilo banger things, yeah. but. You know, fighting a nice bar or whatever, it just feels good. They sound good. And um, I'm one of them. I love it when you, you get a, a really good quality outfit with quality braid. And they, they they have their own sort of orchestra sound to it. Some zing Hell, and some zing. zoom. and yeah. yeah, it just sounds good. Some of it, some noises you hear are crap. Like, some Awful noises. I go, I go, oh, I don't like the sound of that going through my yeah. guides. I hate it when my bearing, which one is it? The right, the one that goes... On your your roller bearing on the this, bail yeah arm. yeah noise the hell out of me yeah that's a that's a bit of a pain you, you yep. just change the whole thing these days I actually um, did a 
real service for surfy during the week. Okay. He dropped it in the water and it sat on the bottom for a little while till they got it back up. So beautiful. All apart for him. Oh, good and lad. The um the salt water had got inside the body. Normally they will. Yeah, normally it does. It won't squeeze into the body, but it got in there and it started mm. doing some. I tell you what. What I'm a big fan of, like. I'm lucky enough to have a few Stellas, oh, yeah. which which are gorgeous to 10, use. 20? No, no, only a couple. But the Stratix, Beautiful. I can't tell the difference. I really can't. Really? The, the, the C4. The CI4s. Yeah, the CI4s. And, yeah. Well, no, Stratix come in a whole range right. of Stratix, yeah. Yeah, FXs, all, all of them. They're just gorgeous. And we're talking, they're, they're like a $280 mm. to $320 reel. Still isn't cheap. But they're absolutely beautiful. beautiful yeah. And my Vanfords are really, really nice as well. So instead of rushing to grab the Stellas out, which sometimes I like to use, it's just you know, there's no ifs or buts. Them things yeah. are absolute glamour. Um, it's so beautiful using a, a Stratic or a Vanford or even some of no the lower ones. No wonder your kids are down the mall with their flute trying oh, to no, I, I, money. I steal all this gear. I don't pay for it. Do you? Oh, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. They haven't eaten for a week and a half. I seen them playing the flute down the mm. mall the other night. No, me. they don't get left behind. Stellas, Conquest. That's my passion. Oh, I know. Yeah. To the detriment of your family. Yeah. Well, remember, we burned our house down, so we didn't rebuy, so we've got more money. <laughs> That's right, your house fire. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, the house fire. So that was the end of that. So now we're um, in the rental market. And look, with that rental market, once you're in it, you know what? From being a house owner and paying off a mortgage, yeah, I am so not in the rush to get back into Mate, the when you look at, housing uh, market. And when you look at it and you've got insurance and this For sure. and that well, and, and Yeah, and I'll hate what I just said when I'm... 60 70 when it really counts but for the time being Caravan now then, mate. yeah i'm living i am so living yeah. uh, we, we pay our rent and a couple of other and that's it that's it no rates no rates no nothing there's a life is no, um the only your contents insurance there's a life. whole lot less strengths but so where, where's i'm robbing money? peter to pay paul because at the end of the day we're not going to have a home is, but got, we'll we'll catch I've up. I've got a spare room, mate. You know, there's I know a that. room at my joint. Well, Beck and I have always had this dream of just Winnebago in it. What, to live with me? No, Gary. I know Beck's dream. Yeah, maybe you should <laughs> stop coming around when I'm not home. <laughs> That's not a dream. <laughs> <laughs> but, but wouldn't that be good? That is our But we buy a big Winnebago and just live out of that. That would uh, be awesome. Yeah. And th we've met people that do that. They love it. Yeah. But absolutely, that is their eventually, life. I mean, things get hard because eventually yeah. you need to be put in a home yeah. or, you you know, your yeah. health. Oh, and thank you to the gentleman who very kindly, uh, your name eludes me, he um, he heard my comment um, last week about being a diabetic and whatever. Yeah. So he, he come around and introduced himself and whatever. I, we actually sold him a couple of lures, the Cure Starts Now oh, awesome. um, timber lures. And uh, so he popped his head over my fence and had a bit of a chat. Hey, Marty, heard what you said on radio. And and, uh, and so he um, gave me the name of a, of, of a book um, for me to read and so forth. So um, a very wonderful A, di guest a diabetes job. book. Yeah, yeah, and um, like he—he's a diabetic, and he's gone yeah. absolutely full vegan. No fish, no. I can't do that. Yeah, I need to at least eat my fish and everything. But no, uh, the point of the comment was to say it was a lovely, lovely thing to do, and I, and I appreciate it greatly. Thank you.
That's nice, our listeners tuning in. Let's go. I've just seen, just watching um, Step Outside with Paul Burt. Look at the size of that mud crab he's caught. Holy that is a, I reckon hell. That's, I reckon that's planted in there for the show, as they do. But no. Now, he's thrown... Oh, that thing's a horse. He has thrown a crab pot in, and he's got the rope tied to the bottom ring, not the top ring. It doesn't matter. Doesn't it? No. I can't do that. My I always tie my crab pot rope to the top ring. And he's thrown tied it on the bottom ring. Yeah, but it doesn't I've never thought of that. Doesn't matter. Or maybe the pot's just upside down. How do you know what's up well, and his down? Bait, his bait's down the bottom, look, and that's well, where it's yeah, tied. Yeah, fair call. So That's a good answer. So where are you tied? Bottom or top? Top. A top because that's just what I'm used to. Yeah, and then you pull it pull so, it up. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. But there must be a fit. Maybe there's fairy madness. Oh, there madness will be with fairy, whatever. So uh, I don't mind him. He's all right. I've, he, he annoyed me one night in a, a talk where we were Tell talking. me. No. Oh, come on. No, I can't. Come on. Yes, you bloody can. Well, no, He's was, not going to hear it till next it week's do, podcast. He was doing a talk one day no, you, Peter, right. Peter Hazards, and Steve Starling was there, Bertie was there, and we were just doing... I think Chetstow talked that night too. Um, and he come over... Because I... He come over to me, I had my pro tackle shirt on, I wasn't working, and he goes, hey, mate, got any pilchards? I said, yeah, mate. He says, get me some. <laughs> He's doing his talk. I said, yeah, no worries, mate, I'll get you some pilchards. You know me, I'll just go with the flow. He goes, they're frozen. I said, yeah, they're out of the fridge. Thaw them out for me, would you? Oh, so <laughs> held on to the pilchard to thaw it out. Final straw was cut it into cubes for me, mate. I'm just about to go on. Here's a knife, buddy. If you want yourself. it in your back, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's all right, mate. He does good. He does good stuff. Good on you, Paul. Let's go to a... That was many years ago. <laughs> Actually, it was that long ago. I was talking to Starlo, and Starlo had just... Uh, Shimano had just released the Squidgy range with Bushy and Steve. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to Starlo about soft plastic. I said, mate, I hate the things. He said, I've, I said... I haven't got a soft plastic in my boat. How things have changed now if Starlo jumped in my boat. Oh, yeah. And I've got 25 packets of everything. Yes. Of soft plastic, three spin rods. Never yep. used to have a spin rod in the boat. All had bait casters and hard bodies. Mm. And there's me 20 years ago saying, oh, I don't got oh, the crap, mate. I don't use them. And now I've got freaking half a tackle. <laughs> good old Starlo. He's got more enemies than Ivan Milat, that bloke. Hey, I, don't I tell know. you. He was all right, mate. We had a good old yarn. Yeah, not um, well liked. Very sad to see um, Rexy's. Poor old Rexy's in care and not not all that well at the moment. Mm. Really down and down and so yeah. Uh, so yeah. Look, well, like that's been on the cards for a fair. Anyone who was on Rexy's page, yeah, as we were. Um, no, he wouldn't accept my friend. Okay, it's an incredibly cryptic person. Yeah, and then his cryptonism got turned to his a what? point. Cryptic. Cryptonism. Oh, is that? That's not a word. It is. <laughs> That's not it a is word. a word, my Grimacism. friend. Criticism. All right. And um, <clears throat> he, um, it, it, from being cryptic in what he was writing, just started turning really weird. Yeah. And then his um, his sentences were. He, he always does a lot of stuff in third person. Yeah. Um, which can work if you if you deliver it well. But Rexy's was delivered horribly, and you just you'd finish reading what he would written, and you'd like, huh. Oh. Yeah, what's going on there? Yeah, yeah, and then people started commenting on it, and then the but so the you could see the deterioration process was alive and well for quite a while. Yeah, and so. there's no 
not not Rexy didn't wasn't I wasn't a fan of Rex's show. I couldn't handle it. Um, whereas I'm on my own in a group of twenty there because the other nineteen fishos absolutely love the guy. I uh, it was always on at five o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, and as you know, my old tackle store back in the day was open till seven o'clock at night on a Sunday, mm. seven to seven, obviously. Um, and I knew what Rex Hunt was putting on the on his show mm. because at about six o'clock or whenever Rex's show had finished. People had come in because I was open till seven. Yeah. Oh, mate, have you got one of these chrome-plated custard spoons with a treble on? I said, is Rex using them? Yeah. Yep. I go, no, I haven't. I can't yep. stock everything in yep. the world. So hugely successful. Mm. Did so much for the fishing industry. He probably did. more than, than anybody on TV. Yeah. And no matter what Rex used, mm. a gold-plated dog turd with a treble in it, they would come in and look for it on the ship. Yeah, and look, kudos. So for you, he was brilliant with that. And... Um Oh no! Disrespect from me. No, he just you. He, he wasn't my favourite fishing show to watch. No. I used to it used to get on my goat where he had this thing about never wear sunglasses when you're on camera. Go take your sunglasses off. They and I'm thinking, that. yeah, and I'm thinking as a bloke, I really don't want to look into your eyes, Rexy. I couldn't give a crap if you're wearing four hats, a jumper, and three pairs of sunglasses. I don't. But it's, it, you just make such a I thing about... Sometimes with the mirrors, you can see the cameraman. I had, when I was yeah, filming, no, that's a fair call. When I was filming with Guesty, you, yeah, you would forget call. about it, then you would remember to take your... Yeah, uh, but I, I physically can't eyes. do that. You would if you were... Yeah, no, if I'm in, in pure sunlight and I take my sunglasses off, that's I'm blind. That's because you're cross-eyed, mate. Yeah, yeah. No one wants to see your cross eyes looking at your end of your nose on TV. Put your glasses back Put on, Put your Marty. glasses back on, Marty. <laughs> but <laughs> can you take your sunnies off in the middle of the day and just talk? To oh, them? it's hard. Oh, no. Your eyes, eyes with water and this and that. Yeah, because we uh, wear sunnies so much. Yeah. Let's go to a song and an ad break. Mako sunnies, Gazza. Ma- uh, the best on the market. Very popular. Cha-ching. Yeah. Very popular, that little segment with Lloyd the other week. Of he was colour. really cool. I really enjoyed He'll listening cool, to him. He'll be cool to come in when he comes up here uh, doing his little run. We'll get yeah. him in the studio. Guys, how quick did that go? I know. It's flying Mate. along. We've got so much to talk about, so little time to do it. Let's and go we'll to... get to stuff all of it, as oh, we always do. Let's go to a song and an ad break. And when we come back, we'll uh, have <coughs> Ren on the phone and have a little chat with Ren.
the gravel when I'm backing up Pulling a string on a 9.92 stroke Murphy I love it when my baby wants to roll with me Throws her boots on, climbs in a tree Tucking her hair in my hat and she's ready to go Destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship Destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a Destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha, Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. 
The Cinder Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. You looking for a deadly deal on a used car or four-wheel drive? Then get styled up in your new rig from Motorco. Motorco always looking after our mob with great pricing, proper good after-sale service. And all our vehicles come with warranty. Too right? Why go anywhere else? Motorco, Bowen Road, Ross Lee, station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. Let's head to Black River. And ha- What's wrong, Marty? Oh, I've got no microphone. I've got no earphones or anything. Give I might- it a little... I am. I'm, I'm pushing it in and out, my friend. Hang on. How's that? Oh, Test now me. it's working. I've got it. Let's now you've interrupted Ren. G'day, Ren. How are you, mate? <laughs> oh, mate, I've got to get that thought out of my mind now, Marty. Oh, I know. I know. What's that? <laughs> Not that photo. He well, I, I, I think that cleanly that I didn't even warrant that that would have been a <laughs> sexual innuendo, my friend. <laughs> uh, how are you, brother? Good man. How are you, bud? Yeah, good, good, good. You good. good. And been getting a few good fish during the week, Ren. How about you get a real job? Ah, ha, ha. I will one day. <laughs> there could be a, there could be a rumor, and Marty knows there could be a um, one of your listeners, Vicky Burton, down the port again. But um, oh yeah, I haven't said a <laughs> I haven't said a word about any of that, so I'm not even coming into it, my friend. <laughs> no, I've been getting a few during the week, um, guys. Also, been getting a few crabs during the week as well, um, which is good. A lot of little ones around, but if you persevere, I think. Um, yeah, but but yeah. life's good. I'm over on the island at the moment, just watching the ferry come in. Um, I think Gary does uh, Neil, Captain Neil, on one of the ferries too, one of the sea links, I think. Yeah, mate, is he? can you see his little round head over the steering wheel? Yeah, I can, I can. <laughs> uh, <what laughs> yeah. The, he's holding the fo- <laughs> Yeah, I, I can. Mate, it's all good. Look, um, I've got the missus in a grass skirt and barefoot cooking me breakfast, and I'm overlooking the, the, the rocks here, and it's, it's a beautiful time on Maggie at the moment. I can see the photo you sent, just tucked in the rocks here. Had any bites? Uh, mate, I didn't. I, I was using a popper this morning, Gaz. I think I have more success with poppers when it's really calm and it's a little bit choppy on the water. I think um, having that, that wave motion kind of diminishes the, the effectiveness of the poppers um, yes. and, the, and the noise as well. So I didn't do didn't do any uh, any good uh, this morning. I did a coat, got a little cod yesterday. A guy gave me a good tip with the poppers that I've been using too, guys. On that rear treble, you you would know too well. The barrers, the strike rate with poppers isn't isn't very high, but no. For fishing fun, it's it's unparalleled to to get the hits on poppers. I, I just love it, you know. Even if you don't, you, you know, you might only get one in three. But uh, a mate of mine put me on uh, a few of the fishing shops in town. I know the fishing warehouse have them. Just little stingers that you put on the back on the back treble, and they come in different colours with like little feathers stuff on them. So you have two little um, little one or two size hooks at the back. Yeah, uh, little little stringers, and you put those on the rear treble, and they hang a little bit lower than your main treble. So you have these two coloured stingers come down, and when when you use the popping action, when you stop, it sort of floats in the water like a feather, and it sort of adds to the action of the popper, and it also holds the popper down a little bit. So when you you go to give it a flick, it gives it an extra loud bloop. You know that blooping sound? Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. just, just something to try. Hey, know? that makes um, perfect sense. I think that's a really, really good suggestion. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've been doing quite well on that. We've been getting um, down at Black River, me getting a few fish during the week. Um, I know they've been getting them out the front as well, between the bowl and the black, on the, especially with the tides coming up higher. Um, guys have been telling me with that bit of fresh water, 
the barrows, the, the larger fish are sort of congregating around the mouths because we've been getting that sort of unseasonal rain. Yes. So might be an idea for listeners. Um, would you agree, Gary, on the on the high tides with the, around oh, the mouth? Oh, no good the, asking the, me, mate. It can't catch you anything that, over 30 that was, centimetres. That was a sympathy question for was you, it? Gary. No, thanks for uh, that, To make Ren. you feel included. Uh, mate, when I, when I target the big girls <laughs> off the beach, uh, yeah, I uh, I like the stinger on my popper and, and, and the big tides. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 I'm right with that. Oh, that was a good answer, Gazza. Yeah, thanks, mate. You're all right, brother. <laughs> <laughs> with this wind, you wouldn't you'd, you'd need a bloody beach rod to, to get any purchase on any car. Oh, it's been pretty ordinary. It, yeah, I heard Gordo say one of his um, guys went out chasing Spaniards during the week. I tell you what, that that's you got to tip your hat to these guys who are putting literally put <laughs> their lives on the bloody line for for for. Fish and chip shops, you know, bloody hell. Yeah, it's been a fairly rough couple of weeks with that wind, and uh, this weekend's not much better. I think it's around, it's dropped out a little bit, but it's still around that 15 to 20, so so still pretty it ugly. Is. Mate, I'm looking over the bay at, at this very second, and it's uh, there's white caps out there now, so only, only the brave would be heading out into any of our bays um, this weekend. Oh, is it looking yucky out there? It is, mate. It is. It's, it's sloppy. I'm just um, I'm at Bright Point at the moment, Marty, and it's yeah, looking out across the bay. It's Bright, um, Bright, Bright Point. Point. Yeah. yeah, that's where all the helicopter pilots yeah. stay, mate. Southerly at fifteen knots, Ren. Yeah, well, that's it yucky. So it's yucky. It would be. It would be easy. That yeah. Yep. No worries. Um, a, a, quick, a quick shout out to uh, Mandy at the Granite Bar last night, Gaz. We had a, a mighty, a mighty night there last night. We didn't get on the tables last night. For oh, dance, oh, mate, I know your mighty nights. <laughs> <laughs> I, and, and the Granite Bar will still be tidy. You can up. put them back there, Ren, me boy. Ivy. <laughs> yeah, well done. Yeah. Hey, uh, what's been happening with the cure, mate? Are you still got little finger in the pie? Still know what's going on? Um, yeah, they've got they've got a gala come out coming up in in August. Um, yeah, I'll start dipping my toe back in in, in that realm again. Um, I'm just down, just sort of in a bit of a holding pattern with stuff, Gaz. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm just down the down Black River. I'll be. Um, I'm just down there for a little while. A little bit of controversy down there, as you know. It's oh, a, I know, mate. It, it's, Oh, mate, With what? They've got this bloody, oh, oh, mate, they've got this. They've got this <laughs> committee down there that's just put. It's a. It's a very anti-social sort of backward sort of place in, in many ways. <laughs> yeah, let it all out, Ren. Let it all out. This is the platform mate, for it, my friend. <laughs> Go. Mate, they've just they've just put a, a gate across a boat ramp. They managed to put a boat ramp in a formal boat ramp for the first time in eighty years. And they really don't want to have any anyone use it. So they put a gate across it, which is a pain in the backside enough. And now, I can't they're, they're also going to put, I don't know. Is it a closed community, gate. Black River? There's two gates and barbed wire fence to get to this damn thing. And then in their wisdom, they're putting a lock on the thing and charging the, the residents for a lock. Um, it's, it's bizarre, mate. It's, it's bizarre. It's roughly a few feathers there. And, mate, yep. they, pull in, they pull in something like 20 grand, 25 grand a month through ratepayers' fees, and then they're charging, and it, it's just a toll, it, uh, the way I see it, you know. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's a money-grabbing yeah. exercise. A pair of bolt cars you know, will fix it. And it will... You know, you know, you guys have had them on. We've, they've had the reeling veterans down there and, you know, had little social days. Well, they're kind of... The current leadership just wants to shut everything down. It's just anti-society, really. It's so sad and, and angry, and especially I've got a 10-year-old, hmm. and you're watching adults... You know, try and shut people out. We should be embracing the outdoors and encouraging people to, you know, to, to enjoy our waterways and our boating. But that's just my little 
Yeah, no, and it's a, that's too not con- only valid, but you're allowed your opinion. Two controversy yeah. corners this morning. Marty with his cyclists, and now Ren with his bo- boat ramp. <laughs> oh, I got yeah. a bit of trouble with cyclists. Right. Marty, we'll have to start yeah. up into the group of air, mate. Yeah, yeah. Get ready. Yeah. You will hear about the first ever drive-by. Well, Gaz, Gaz and I spend enough time with our with our group that we've formed called Maps, which is yeah. men against pixelated photos. <laughs> first ever, first ever drive-by shooting at Black River. Over over the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> well. So this chopper, it was just flying normal? Yeah. <laughs> just on Beach Home News. Yeah. Beach Home News, you'll see it there. Uh, good on you, Ren. Always Thanks, brother. a pleasure, man. You sound fantastic, as always, guys. Keep up the good work, and um, to your listeners, have a great weekend. Thanks, buddy. Good on you, Ren. See you, see you buddy. Bye, Bye mate. Cheers. Bye, guys. Bye. There's a Wren. Oh, that was a great segment. Wren's cool, mate. He's uh, love sending his legend. photos. And I've been talking And I love him. the fact that he says it there with his... He, he do not care, his mate. He, he wasn't rude. He didn't do no, it. No, mate. He no, just... That's, that's his thought. Um, yeah. They, sh- they shouldn't be locking it. No. Um, and especially when um, he spent uh, quite a bit of money to get it established with a lot of other people. So, mm. so yeah, it. Uh, I've been talking to Wren during the week about it. and uh, Money, money, money pair of bolt cutters goes uh, a, a long, long way. It does. Can I mention... Yep. I was talking to uh, a couple of guys um, during the ad break there. I was having a chat to Troy. Did you ever fish with a dog? Uh, I've never caught anything on one. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> I needed to, I needed to deliver that better. Yeah. Mate, Troy's got a catalogue, a female catalogue. She's nine years old. And best mate in the world, and they do all their fishing together. Yeah. I've never in. done it. Never, never, I've, I've never, had never a put dog. a dog in my boat. I'm, I'm not adverse to it or anything like that. I mean, sort of like, I've never owned certainly a dog. man's best friend. I've never owned a dog. Really? Really. Why uh, not? Well, we've never had dogs when, um, when, even when I was a kid. My uncle's got 20 dogs, but they're working dogs. So I've been around dogs all my, all my life with my uncle's dogs, but I've never owned a dog. And when we were kids, we did a lot of camping. Yeah. And a dog was. In some places, you're not allowed to take dogs to national parks, and you can't. And, yeah. And back in back in those days, um, there wasn't caravan parks that allowed dogs or camping areas that allowed dogs, and so. Mm. But nowadays, you can take your dog to the cafe, and it sits beside you, and you buy the coffee for sure. Um, but yeah, I've never ever had dogs. So, mm. um, and then we, because me and Kayleen like doing a little bit of camper trailing and stuff now. When we went up the Cape. Um, so many places you can't take a dog to a national park. You can't take this. Yeah. And then people asking, oh, is there anywhere I can leave my dog for a few days while I go to here and there? But so, yeah. no, I've never had a dog. No. Um, but like I said, my uncle has 20 working dogs. So, yeah. so I've been around dogs um, Probably all our life. Best dog ever had. And that's our current dog, which is going to be hard for me because it's actually Billy's dog. And that's Lars, our um, Marema. Marama. Oh, he's the, he is the most it's beautiful the best guard dog. dog I've ever seen. He, it, it, he doesn't bark. He, it, like Maremas are built to well, bark. Doesn't and, bite either. And and they're not meant to be in. Oh, he barks if someone turns up. Doesn't he's when a great, I do when I come through the door. But he saw what you did to Jake. Oh, <laughs> run out, runs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, um, yeah, and, and we lose Lars when Billy goes to Brisbane. But I, I fear for a beautiful She'll dog because I back. think I hope so. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> She's at work at the moment. Yeah. So that, hey, on a d- different note. Yes. Then I'm going to go and have to get a water, I think. Um, 
I was, I was online yesterday and I was um, on one of Jimmy's pages, Jimmy Falkenberg, and he's trying a new lure out um, uh, called Death Baits. Have you heard From of Missing Death? at Sea. From Missing at Sea. I don't know if they're new or not, but I hadn't heard they're of them. They're only new, yes. Oh, okay. So um, they look the goods. So we might have to get Jimmy on at some stage and have a bit of a chat about them. Everything. He's already thrown them around and got fish on them. Yeah, I've so, seen them. Yeah. You like them? They look good? Well, they he look- caught fish from under my nose. During oh, was he week. throwing them around on the death baits? Yeah, he was. Uh, he was uh, under my nose. He stole all my fish from me. Beautiful. No, Beautiful. A, a little story. I, we'll get to that after a song and an ad break. Okay. Um, but yeah, I had a good yarn with Jimmy during the week. We um, we bumped into each other on the creek. Good. Um, uh, and and just sat there. And so so funny. I'll, I'll tell you how we caught each other out um, after the break. But we'll all right, be- sounds good. But before we go, and it'd be a great little segment. Yeah. For us to have a chat about, but. Talking to Joe and Jono, um, they're going to shoot off fishing. Didn't do very well last week. Just bought week. himself a new combo, did Jono? Oh, did he now? Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Well, he went yesterday, maybe he caught it on the new combo. And he caught, for his first time ever, he got two fish on the one lure. So, um, and he, one was a cod, one was a barramundi. So that's, that's a feat. That. And it's a, I think it's something that... Um, happens to just about every fisherman in the in the lot. No, not every. I shouldn't no, say I've that. I've never done it. Oh, you've never done it. Never done it. But Beck I've... done it before me. She got two jacks on one lure in Rolling Stone Creek. Yeah. And then um, I was so excited because I'd never done it, and she'd fished for like one week compared to my fifty years. And then uh, since then, I've I've done it three times. No, I've never done it. Never. I've got three. Yep. Three on one lure. Well, that's... No, I haven't. I'm lying. That's pretty special. No, I've never had two. I've had, down at Morrissey's, a cod hooked up. Yes. And then a jack trying to grab the lure from the cod, but I've never caught two on one lure. Okay. Um, just a quick one. Alice River Anglers have got their comp greater stews on his way down to Morrissey's this morning. Um, tomorrow at 4pm, if anyone wants to go to the Alice River weigh-in and uh, have a nice beer and a sausage sizzle... Um, they have now changed to the Rupert's Wood Horse Club is where they do their weigh-ins <coughs> at 4pm. Was that your imitation of a horse? No. <laughs> so the Rupert's Wood Horse Club, um, tomorrow at 4pm, if anyone wants to go to the uh, and see the Alice River Anglers weigh-in and catch up with a good little bunch of uh, clubbies up there, they have a, uh, a really good time. So uh, enjoy your time down at Morrissey's. Uh, Stu and anyone else there. Let's go to a song and an ad break. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more fishing. My big brother rode an Indian scout. It was black like his jacket. American spirit hanging out of his mouth. Just like our daddy. He kick-started that bike one night and broke Mama's heart He pointed that hill out west Out where the wild things are He'd call me up every couple of weeks From South California Talk about the desert and the Joshua Tree This pretty girl
19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Race in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest icebox around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. Station you know, I used to love going walkabout, but ever since that Motorco mob delivered me my four-wheel drive, I stopped walking. Thanks to Motorco, I now prefer to drive about. They even arrange finance. Just to let you know, you need a new rig, you should go with Motorco. Station sponsor. Council is undertaking stabilisation works to the rock face at the Sturt Street cutting in the city. This will involve closure of the car park and change traffic conditions on Sturt Street from July 31. Plan your trip and allow for extra travel time. For more information, visit Council's website. Station sponsor. 
With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See you station sponsor. You know, made a toe years ago, when it comes to saving us mob some bucks, and ever since they delivered my new dual cab you, I can now truly say that I've been everywhere, man. Need a new car or truck? You should go with Motorco. Bowen Road, Ross Lee, station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the NQ Fishing Show. Time to head to Motorco and have a chat with Mick. How are you, mate? Good morning, team. Morning, listeners. How are you doing? Fantastic, mate. Beautiful day to start, or oh, beautiful weather to start the day, I morning. should say. Yeah, it's beautiful. Fantastic. Well, it's uh, hardly a cloud in the... Well, I can't see one in the sky, mate. I'm standing out here doing the weather report for you. It's a, a slight breeze of about two knots, I reckon. Mate, well, you know what me and Marty seen, and I've, we spoke about it this morning, when we first came, yeah. walked up the stairs to come into the studio, one of those awesome shooting bit of space junk or whatever it was that shot across the sky at about yeah. uh, half past six this morning, caught to se- yeah, 20 right to right. 7. I said to Marty, yeah, have a look at that, and this bright green light straight yep. across the sky. It was amazing. Ah, did you get a video of it? Well, we weren't that quick, mate. I just looked up and went, oh, look, I wish we did. There'll be a thousand yeah. people that did because we were saying if you were on the strand, you would have been yep. able to watch it go right across the horizon. It was so, so cool. Yeah, so. yeah right. Okay. Mate, uh, yeah, beautif- well. beautiful yep. car you've sent me today. A bit of a you soccer mum model today. Yeah, mate, just to mix things up a little bit. It's just not all four-wheel drives, and uh, but this is a, a lovely little uh, 2016 Mazda CX-3. Yes. Little automatic, great little uh, first car. SUVs are fairly popular these days, so uh, this is a, a good way to get into it, and uh, it's only done 69,000 Australian kilometres. Nothing, mate. And this is a popular colour, that burgundy ready. Give us a look, Gazza. I'll show Marty I the think... picture you sent me. And just flick past. I think past. Mazda call it Soul Red. So uh, Soul Red. That's a lovely looking car. I love the front ends on the Mazda. They just look sexy. Yeah, a little bit, little bit stylish. That's not, yeah. that's not the Mazda. That's Mick. Oh, okay. That's Mick's front end, and it's bashed in. I've had a rear ender. There's so many places I could go, and I'm just I'm just, I'm leaving it because I have the Corum hat on today, Mick. Well, well, I'm just like you guys, mate. I've got a good head for radio, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to win any modelling competitions. Hey, mate, don't sell yourself yeah. short, mate. When we, I, I'm sure when we played indoor cricket together 20 years ago, I'm sure you had the gold bracelets and all that. 
No, car yard up. stuff on. That was day off. No, mate. Oh, rat? That was, <laughs> yeah, rat. <laughs> oh, mate. Dale had everything, didn't he? Crikey. He had, he, he had the 80s perm and everything, mate. He had it all going on. He was a pretty boy. Mate, he had the gold <laughs> runners on long before Snoop Dogg. <laughs> He was, the, he was the original, mate. He was the OG. Mate, he was Flash as a rat with a gold tooth, wasn't he? Dale at cricket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good man. Oh, I don't yeah. know where he is these days, but anyway. Mate, I used to bump into him when he was in town here probably 12, 13 years ago. Um, yep. But I haven't seen him since. I, I, you're right. I don't know where he ever ever went to. Yeah, 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 never mind. And what are you guys up to for the weekend for fishing? Or are you obviously? No, no, I'm, um, today, I'm going to Home Hill uh, after oh, the show. Right. Um, yep. Spend the what weekend there, there with Beck. Well, Beck's sister lives in Home Hill and her partner, so we're going up there to spend a bit down of time. Down there, Marty. Uh, down there. Down there. Oh, yeah. I know. Oh. Gazza just rolled his eyes at me because I never get that right. <laughs> I'm going to Lucinda for the weekend. Oh, nice. That'd yeah. be nice up there. Yeah. Hey, did we... Did, <laughs> Watch how nervous the barra won't be. <laughs> hey, this is a cod trip. I got one back there. This is, this is a cod trip. I'm oh, it's a cod yeah. trip, is I'm it? chasing cod. Yeah. Oh, right, eh? If a barra comes along, well, well, all well and good. But this is yeah. a targeted cod trip. Bonus. Yeah. Hey, did you say how much that car was, or was I just not no, listening? No, I didn't. I didn't get a chance. No, you just uh, overrode me, so yeah, I'll, just, uh, I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just butt in every now and then. But uh, <laughs> yeah, just... no, it's a 2016 CX-3, um, only done 69,000 kilometres, little auto, sole red, and I've got it online at 21,850, but uh, today, for a Saturday special and the fishing show special, I'll do it Ooh. for 19,850. Jeepers, mate! That you're going to go without. Grand. You're going to do without meals for the whole week if this goes. Yeah, right. I'll, have, I'll have to come and stay at your place again. That's all right, mate. I'll keep you in the shed. That's all right, as long as there's a, the a dungeon there with beer in it. And yeah, there is. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring my swag with me. That'll be fine, mate. I don't mind. All, uh, it's all good, mate. You're more than welcome when the missus yeah. kicks you out. <laughs> Walk up to the uh, bowls club. Yeah, well, we had a, had a few up at the Bowls Club last night. It was a good night. There were a few people up there and the rock and rollers, so it was good. Good night out. But can I just say a big shout-out to me, uh, good mate Bruce Curry. He's doing a little bit tough at the moment, so uh, he's, he's, uh, he had an operation the other day, and I think he's, I think he's all right, but he, he's just doing a bit tough. So good on you, Bruce. Hang in there, buddy. Hey, yeah, uh, morning, Brucey. Bruce has already got his bingo number this morning. Oh, has he? He's oh, rung in. We've had a chat, yep. Yeah, his son uh, called in soon, Kyle, uh, as well. Kyle is, um, yep. I think he might be at um, the they, hut this they're morning. They're down the hut there. Bruce was saying they're all down the hut, so. Yeah. Oh, are they? No, no golf today. Well, it doesn't sound like it unless Bruce no. is going to make his way into town. <laughs> How does he hit them? A big them? shout out to you. Oh, he goes all right. Yeah. I went to Norfolk with him and uh, Stephen yes. two years ago. So uh, that, was, that was a hell of a week, I can tell you. Oh, I bet it was. <laughs> I learnt some new words. <laughs> well, he's a painter. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, a very good one at that. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's painted a lot of houses for me over the years. Yeah, had, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had to get them all repainted, but he was. I just tell him they were all good. <laughs> no, no, he's good, mate. Bruce is it was good until that rained. <laughs> yeah, and it washed off. Yeah, water, coloured water. No, he uh, he's a very, very good painter. He's very meticulous. Um, enjoyed working yes, with him yeah. for many years. Yeah, yeah. So uh, no, we uh, we had a good good week over on Norfolk there a couple of years ago. So it was a it was a great uh, great experience. Put it that way. I bet. All right, mate. Where are you? Are right, you're boys. golfing today. 
No, no, tomorrow. No, tomorrow. I'm, here, I'm on Pat Malone again. Oh, today, that's right. So, Leon's uh, across the road. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, down here on 1618 Bowen Road, um, opposite Audi and Porsche, and there's a whole heap of flash Porsches just pulled up out the front of my yard here, too. There's half a dozen of them. So I bet I Leon won't get on out of one because he won't fit in one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if we get him in, we'll have to put him in the convertible so we can lift him out again. I know. Yeah, it'd be a tight squeeze in a Porsche for the big fella. <laughs> yeah, yeah, never mind. But uh, here at 1 o'clock today, so drop in, say good day. It's a beautiful day to buy a car and come and have a look at this little master. So, if, uh, it's, uh, yeah, I'll, um, I'll do it for 19850 today, drive away. Beautiful. Good on you, Mick. We'll chat All to right, you. Uh, we'll chat to you next weekend next week. and hit them straight sure. tomorrow, mate. Good on you guys. Have a safe weekend and be careful down there. Thanks, Mick. See you, buddy. See Bye. Bye bye. See ya. Bye. There's Mick from Motorco. Uh, got a beautiful little, uh, not a four-wheel drive or anything these no. days. No. Uh, a tray back. Lovely um, car, though. And nineteen eight five zero. if you head down there today, have a look at it and buy it. Normally, twenty one ninety or something yep. in that price. Great price. So, no, very, very good. So let's uh, go to a song, and unless you have anything, go to a song no. and break. When we come back, we'll talk a, a bit about a couple of little fishing trips that we had earlier in the week. Well, that sounds wonderful, Gary Powers. I reckon it will. A little right. bit of fun. What are you playing? Uh, I might spice it up a bit. Oh, so uh, all you people at the Carlisle Gardens Retirement Village, this isn't one of Marty's songs, so all sit back down with your walking frames. This has got a bit of spice to it. You done? No. Why don't you play it? Hey. Oh, I oh, will. Jesus. <laughs> Come on, mate.
COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Time to get styled up with a new car or four-wheel drive from Motorco on Bowen Road. If you want a ute or need more seats or biggest mob, then you should go with Motorco. Great warranty and after-sale service. Motorco can deliver to Palm Island and other remote communities. Motorco, station sponsor. Summer is coming. Is your car up to scratch or do you need to have your windows down? ALEC is offering free AC checks and quotes to make sure you're ready to handle this summer. If it's your car or your four-wheel drive, no job is too big or too small for ALEC. Search ALEC today and book your free aircon check today. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. Some awesome prizes to give away today. We have a $25 tavern meat voucher thanks to Mal the Crate Man and the gang at Tavern Meats. We have a $50 Cleveland Bay Seafood Voucher, courtesy of Gordon and the gang. And in the Iron Man bag... What do we got, guys? In the Iron Man bag today, I have a pile of stuff in here today. We have two kids' Lucinda Fishing Lodge shirts. Right. We have a Hummingbird stubby holder. We have a awesome hooked apparel vibe. Beautiful. I see you still haven't brought any of my Berkeley stuff in. Thank you. We have a Hummingbird buff. Chooses not to answer. We have some BCT soft plastic paddle tails. We have some eagle claw hooks and a fish measuring sticker from the gang at Tackle World. Wonderful. So this is a $100 bag right here. Right there, Gazza. So oh, I'll dig some um, no, of the Berkeley No, don't stuff want to put you out, mate. No, it's, it's sitting there. Thanks, buddy. It's sitting there ready for you. So, uh, so yeah, um, did a little trip. Early last week? Yes. Um, Tell me about snuck it. Snuck down to Morrissey's with Kayleen for a little, throw a few lures around on, on those pretty neepish tides. Weather was really, really cool. It was nice. Mm. Wasn't trying to fish in 30 knots for a change. Which Wasn't um, that nice? And we're paying the price now again. Oh, we are certainly paying It's It's one week on, three weeks off. It's it like is. a really bad mine roster. It is at the moment. You know what? I, I, I actually took down... Um, one of those little 650mm Ultimate Pro crab pots. Yes. That Jay and the gang sell, and I thought it fits perfectly in the boat out of the way. Um, so That's I, probably the, the great thing about it. You don't even know it's in there. Well, I slid it down behind my esky because my esky's up against the side of the boat, so I mm. just slid it <coughs> excuse me, down beside the esky. <coughs> We're both choking this morning. We are today. Me because of cold, you because of the sovereign. Yes, beautiful place to be in. Carry on. Of the night. Um, so, yeah, the, the crab pot just, you're right now, crab pot slots nicely down, just sits there just above my gunnel. So hey. got down to Morris, he's found a little drain on the way down to the mouth, just threw it in, in the drain and left it, 
left it there while I fished. A um, little bit slow going um, mm. down the front. Um, found a couple of fish, got a heap of cod. Um, and then I was going up big salty to a little spot I go to where I don't catch anything, but there must be something there because as I was going there, I looked in the distance, there's a boat fishing right where I wanted to fish. You know when you see a boat. And, yeah. But you still go up to that, up near it, and I could see these bright-coloured Larry pants. Oh, and I went... Would look like a kookaburra from a distance, Oh, it mate. was shining, mate. If there was a bowerbird yeah. around, they would have picked him up. They oh, David Bowie on the water. Yeah, so I looked and I went, I know that. I know those pants. That'd be Jimmy Falkenberg. So I've cruised up really slowly. Jim's fishing away, and I, I yelled out. I said, hey, mate, I said, this spot is reserved for the NQ fishing show. How about you get out of it? Mm. Did and someone move our sign? Yeah, Jimmy. <sighs> And so uh, I had a, I stopped up and I was having a yarn with Jim and, and Jim said, no, just have a fish. There's a couple of fish floating around here. So we pulled up and put the spot lock down and sat there and had a chat for about an hour. Hmm. Um, in that hour, Jim caught three fish. I caught one and missed a couple of others. Right. Um, <clears throat> 55 it was. Hey, 55 it was it's so a fish, Gazza. Jim's, Jim's given it to me going, because it didn't jump. 55 didn't jump out of the water. So Jim's going, this could be it. This could be the one. No, it wasn't. So, uh, so no, it was nice to sit there and have a yarn with Jim on the water and just, Good. Uh, and just chill out. It was quite funny because... You saw a few on the board on day. Robbo was up there. Yeah, and... Robbo was down the creek. And yeah. Yeah, it, it was nice. There was a few of the lads around. Um, so I'm sort of throwing a lure away. You know, you saw chatting with Jim in the distance and Jim's chatting to us and then Jim did the old fake strike and I turned my head around really quickly and Jim being Jim the larrikin he is Jim goes starts laughing gotcha gotcha and I said yeah you did mate you got me there well done yeah but I'll get you back and then about 15 minutes later Jim's head down in his esky getting a drink out right so I've grabbed my line and reefed on it and my drag screamed Jim nearly got whiplash Ripping his head out of his esky to see if I was on. Beautiful. Uh, so I got him back, but it was nice. That's mate. how it works. Jim got no three nice fish he released, and um, yep. and we just sat there chinwag. It was nice to catch up with him. And don't get to see um, people like Jimmy and that around very often, and then uh, mm. and then just pull up and have a chat. It was it was good. To see what he was up to. Good on you. So it was good. So and then I ended up with a really nice crab in the crab pot. So it was uh, it was a nice. So day. it was ultimate. But uh, very hard. I, I couldn't. I didn't find a, like sound up a lot of barrows because it was neap tides. I went right down the creek, right down to the mm. mouth, and up Big Salty. And you know the free standers that that slip off the bank and yeah. just stand in the middle of the river. Fished every one I could find. Yep. Cod. But Kayleen was fishing with um, with the prawn, um, casting it in there, and the fish were holding it, holding the tail. Yep. Like grabbing it. And that was it, letting go. So it was, uh, it was pretty cold though, but it was good. Good. Oh, fun. good on you. We had a nice old day. It was, it was good. So sounds better people. than my day. See a few people on the water that we had a chat with. Yeah. So my day was uh, obviously night time, and I have an excuse for why I was a complete stuffer. But as it turns out, for those that read my post, you would understand. I got down to the harbour. It was around about half past one, and I took all the ties off the boat and and ready to reverse it down and then i went to go get my mobile phone realized i had no mobile phone no wallet no mincota remote no nothing i'd forgotten absolutely everything and it was bloody cold because it was still forget your coat well yes because my 
Men code remote, <laughs> my wallet, and bloody everything else was wrapped up in my coat on the on the oh. beach. But anyway, what happened was I, I went to bed fairly early because I wanted a late night start for how it was going to work out um, with my tides in the ring. I know when I want to be in the harbour. So I woke up at 12 o'clock, but my poor darling wife, she got that flu thing. So she was very, very kind. Instead of sleeping in the room with me, she was outside. She, she again. was outside. So I snuck out. <laughs> so I snuck out there ready to go fishing, and I didn't want to wake her up. So I got out of the house as quick as I possibly could, but left everything bloody behind. So I got down there, and I was just like, oh, "What the hell?" And then I was like, "Do I put the straps back on the boat, drive home, get the Mimcoder remote, do this, do that, and..." And then come back. And if I do that, I'm just not going to bother coming back. So I launched the boat anyway. And um, I was only on the water for five, ten minutes. And, and I put a 60, 64, oh, 60, nice. 65 centimetre proper chrome yes. silver as fish in the boat. And um, I was really stoked with that because I was just drifting. And bang, it ate me. And then... Um, and it was a good solid take. And it fought like an absolute demon, this thing. Yep. I, I could still see the boat ramp. Clear as. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're only at the end of it. You're fishing off the pontoon. Yeah, might as well have been. <laughs> um, so that gives a fair bit away from where I was, but well, I don't, I don't which mind. Which boat ramp? At the South Coast Townsville, Guard. Coast Guard. Coast Guard. National Park. Coast Guard boat ramp. All right. Where I always launch from. Yes. At that time of morning. And then, um, and then so I, I put that in, and, and um, it was perfect size for the table, so... Um, I, I ended that beautiful fisher's life and um, and kept fishing. And then about five minutes, I got this really funny feeling. It was, and it wasn't because I'd forgotten everything. I was just like, I shouldn't be on the water. And, and Yeah, gut I instinct. Yeah, I, finished, I fished on my own for as long as I can remember and never had that feeling. Yep. And it was just this thing that just come over me and I'm like, nah. So I put the boat back on the trailer and went home. Mate, that's always the best way if you yeah, don't feel comfortable head home. Yeah, yeah. But I, I got my fish, which was pure. It, it was just there. I didn't actually see this one um, because most of my fish in them areas I see. I, yep. I sight Come out of the dark? Before I, I, no. He, I, I just missed him. Well, he ate me right in the middle of the light. Yeah. And then um, uh, he, he must have come out of nowhere. He, he was sitting slightly deeper. I didn't pick him up on the side imaging, nothing. He just ate. Bang, there. And, um, and that was that. And that was ta- were you throwing your motor oil prawn around? No, ACT? not at night time. Don't like that colour at night? No, not at night. Don't use prawns at all at night time. Yep, little paddle tail type yeah, lure. No, he ate a jackal. All oh, right, yep, suspending jackal. Squirrel. Yes, yeah, snagging I, and, lure. Yeah, and I don't use them <coughs> as suspending or jigging. They're all slow roll for me. So as soon as you cut the jackal, the squirrel being a suspending lure, mm. as soon as it hits the water, you're retrieving it. Or do you let it get No, as soon as it hits the water, I'm retrieving it. Yep. I just slow roll it straight back at a walking, walking pace. It's something about the wobble on the squirrels that just... That hook trees. That ignite them. Well, yeah, they do. They're not forgiving. No. But remember, I'm throwing around an open water. Yes, I know. I know. So, and um, I only ever pick the white jackals. I've got gold ones in for when I'm fishing the creeks and whatever. But um, <clears throat> the white ones, I don't upgrade the um, trebles. Um, and I don't, which, and I haven't had a fight, and I've caught some really big fish on them jackals, on the squirrels, 79s yeah. and so forth, and I haven't had a failure with the hooks. And I fight them really hard on, amongst some of them areas where I fish in the harbour. So it's not like I'm not testing them. Same as I know a lot of guys, well, you know them oval-shaped split rings? Yeah. They, they, that's Do you on like the nose? them? I haven't had one fail on me. And I'm, I should probably 
That's touch wood. I've just yeah. touched wood. You've said that now. You're the, done yeah, the, they haven't failed on me yet, and I've put it through some a whole lot of heartache. Um, so that works. Um, I'm looking forward to using uh, um, Adam from Audacity gave you and I a couple of them prawns, and bigger yes. size prawns, and the smaller one. I'm keen. That bigger one I won't use now. That'll be a summer time one. Yep. Yep. Um, but that smaller one, I'm keen to throw that around. And he's just got a new one that they're about to release, that tri-tailed thing. The paddle-tailed That paddle-tailed. I can't wait to get my hands on, on a few of them to throw yeah. them around because I think they'll really work. Hey, it will. It will. It will be very interesting. But the uh, the motor oil prawn's been going very, very well. Yeah. If you can get them. Yeah. From so, from Dane at BCT. Yeah. No, Do no, you want to take this call, Marty? Yeah, let's take it, my man. I'm going to go for it. And just see, morning fishing show. Morning, Gary. How are you? It's Peter here. G'day, Pete. How you going? I'm going well, mate. Chasing some numbers. Yeah, fire. Pete, your number 69. You've got the lucky one. I got the lucky one, Sandra. Uh, or Sandra's the lucky one with 68. 68. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dustin? Dustin is 67. And Emmett. And Emmett is 66, my man. All right. Thank you very Thanks, much. Thanks, hey, You're not getting away that easy. You're fishing this weekend? No, I'm not. Not this one. No. Have this you week. been lucky enough to get two lures on, two fish on one lure in your life? No. And mm. you go. You get one. You yeah, get yeah, one. got a couple. One of our listeners before, um, Jono, he got um, a bar and a coddy yesterday at Morrissey's um, on the one lure. And um, it happens more often than what you would think. So, yeah. so, you know what no, I've no. never done? And it's my, ne- and, I, and I was, uh, Adrian from Sticks and Wood got one on the week, uh, the week just passed. I've never caught a juvenile Queensland groper. And I, I want no. to so bad. I have, but in so Northern bad, Territory. Peter. I've got, I've got one, but it's in the Northern uh, Territory. I just want to see that black and yellow, yellow and just, a, just gorgeous. And just to say, you know what? I've caught one. Done. Yeah. Job done. But, oh well, soon. I've caught everything else. But that. But that. So. Good stuff. All right, Pete. Marty's got your numbers right there. On. Good on you, mate. See you, buddy. Thanks a lot, fellas. Thanks, Bye. mate. Bye-bye. Bye. There's me thinking this could be a fishing story. Oh, that's why I made him. You You're not getting away. No, You're not getting away, my man. A, yeah, so um, I would love to catch. Ideally would, just to have a quick look at it. And uh, not for, it, it's actually frustrating me now. They're beautiful fish. Yeah. We've caught, uh, caught uh, one at the channel. Adrian's been spanking some of them one little the wiggle. And a few in the Northern Territory. You get a few over there. Oh, you've caught one up at the channel? Kayleen has. A big one or a, no, a proper no, colour? That's what I don't want. Uh, I don't even want one around that three or four that start in the turn to the no, no, greenies. So that I want that shining. Dad Real, got like, one, almost like a footballer. Many years ago, Dad got one on the on the um, troll up at Borrelula. Okay. And being the typical Victorian, wanted to cut its throat and knock no, the sides Dad. off it. No, Dad, that, Dad, that's going back, mate. Yep. That's going back. How long the have other. they been on the um, no tape? Gropers, many years, twenty yeah. years. So been been a long time. But they brought, they've brought some wonderful memories for me, like the, the big beautiful one um, that used to be on the spit. At Cattle Creek. What, you put it on a spit? No, no, no. Oh. I, I absolutely love this fish. And I'd see him most trips that we went there. And he would come in 
and he'd lay on his side and he'd open his gills up because in his gill flanks, you have big long pieces of weed. They yeah. were like one and a half, two, three meters long. What's stuck there? Yeah, the inside is his gills, gills. just yeah. this big lots of weed and everything. And he would open his gills up and and he, the first time it ever happened, it's like oh, he must want us to. Get, get this out and you can see you pull it out and he and he sort of wiggles a little bit but he's enjoying the fact that it's getting out of him yeah so yeah it was it was really? an amazing fact. we've got footage of it wow, how got, cool is got that? footage of it the first time when he turned up um who was it with it i think it was maybe lee sharrett and and chris i don't know yeah uh, uh, but anyway um, first, of all, and we're feeding him, uh, but he wouldn't take any food at first. And um, we sacrificed the jack to finally get him to eat. And he come and he ate this jack, and then yeah. that was it. We we're friends then, and it's like he recognised my boat or well, the colours on it. Or every time we turned up there, the and dump duck on the side of it. <laughs> no, it wasn't like that back then. That, that, <laughs> that it was a purple hornet back then. Oh, not Mr. Groovy. Mr. Groovy. Surprised he didn't swim away from it. No, he knew, he had taste too. That fish. That was a those changing the subject. Hornets were a nice boat, but you had a bit of a lemon with your. I had a shocking lemon with mine. Yeah. It was um and and I know it was a lemon, and I knew how to drive a hornet because my defence and I can't say too much because no, it, no, but um it went to court and I won. Yeah. Um, but the they tried saying that I didn't know how to drive the hornet or whatever, drive it too hard and whatever, and then but that unfortunately for them was my fifth hornet. My fifth hornet. Yeah. And yeah. never, ever had a drama. I had every hornet up. And where the problem come in was um, oh, because I, at the time I was looking at a GS Marine. Remember the GS Marine yeah, extremes? The extremes? Absolutely loved them. But I thought, you know what, I'll support local. I want to support yeah. a local. I love the hornets. I've always had one. But where the GS Marine had it over the hornet, um, the extreme had a 120 litre fuel tank, and back then I was right in my tournament time. Then, so yeah. in Hinchinbrook and everything, you 60 litres doesn't cut it up there, so it needed to be a 120. And I asked if um, a second fuel tank could be put into my Hornet, have dual fuel tanks, and um, create 120. And um, the powers of be said, Yes, we, we, we're going to do this for you. Unfortunately, when they did it, they took out the brackets, the ribs. To fit, to, oh, to fit the fuel tank. Yeah, yeah, and um, the boat failed, and uh, our first trip it split, and yep. they welded it, split, weld, split, weld. So it, it split about seven, eight, and it was never ever going to be fixed, never going to be fixed. And then finally, Quintrex sent a letter because I went to court over it, and Quintrex said we definitely did not allow this to happen to this customer's boat. This was done by yes, the seller yeah. of yeah. this boat. Um, we did not give permission for that. Hence, the boat is unseaworthy. And my my solicitor made it very important that if I, if I could somehow get this letter from Quintrex to say the word unseaworthy, that that's done, it. Yeah, you're, they're you're they're a done. Winner. I'm a winner. And and he said, but Quintrex isn't going to do that. Lo and behold, Quintrex did it. They sent a letter saying that the boat is now unseaworthy. Good stuff. Yeah, win so a winner, chicken dinner. I won. Yeah. But I, I didn't win at all because I had 12 months of absolute heartache. Oh, because yeah. that Hornet back then, that cost me 60K. It had everything. Back then? Back then. It had everything. It was the, the latest five-meter yep. five Hornet. But it had everything in it from slide-out fridge freezers under the console to, oh, to. every. Every extra had the, had the goods, had the fruit. As yeah, it had as all of the fruit. As Mick says. And, but I didn't get to enjoy it at all yeah. because every time I went fishing, the bilge was on continuously, and I didn't drive it hard. You, you can't drive hornets hard, and and um, 
No. And the reason was because there was no bracing. Beautiful boat was the GS Marines. When they were Loved them. When they were made in Darwin, Chatter had one. Mm. Beautiful called Mud Skipper back in the day. Yeah, I loved them. And then they went got them welded up I in think, China. Yes, and I think there was a fire at the Northern Territory factory, which sort of ended it there. But what I loved about the, the, the GS Marine, their extremes was a tournament version. And they, I used to love, like, at the front on the step-up bow, there used to be a, um, a place, a little slot that was flush um, for your EPIRB to sit and everything. Yep. Like, the, the modern-sized EPIRBs went straight in there. And I like that idea. I thought, wow, that's really quick and easy to grab. Boom, you've got it. Because that's, you know, with your life jackets, that's the second thing that you really, yeah, really want to Yeah, that's what you want to grab. Because Chatters had, I think Chatters was a 4.8 back in the day, Mudskipper, and mm. the console was right back, and you actually used to sit on the back of the, the boat the stern of the boat yeah. there was no seat so you sat there and it was very they were v-nose but very flat bottom v-nose yeah so when you went around the corner it used to slide beautiful yeah. boat. that was one of one of the first out of darwin there when they made them yeah Chatter was living up at darwin then yeah and and he still to this day um wishes he never ever sold it um and goes oh geez and, and well they're it, a um they're like stealths now people want yeah them. It, it was a beautiful beautiful boat Look, i like um uh, yeah, there's so many good boats on the market at the moment. They're oh, there just, is. They're yeah. just out of control. The new Hornets are absolutely beautiful. I love them. I've actually been on one, and yep. um, the Raptors and so forth. They're very, very well-built boat. Beautiful. Let's yep. go to a song and an ad break, and when we come back, we'll head up to Lucinda and have a little chat with Em and see what is going on up there and what the weather's And like. I should say... The Hornet that I bought, just so it's it's clear, wasn't brought from from the current Hornet suppliers. Well, you don't see any Hornets these days. Yeah, you don't see any Hornets uh, a great deal these days. Um, the Renegades, be- yep. but but it wasn't the boat itself. It was no. the modification. It was the modification. The boat, the boat well, itself was beautifully made. By, and it's 15 years ago. Oh yeah. So uh, that has to be fifty. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. So rising, yeah. rising sun weren't Quintrex back. back no, in they were days, not. So. They were not. So let's go to a song and an ad break, and when we come back, we'll head to Lucinda and have a chat with M.
flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats. Yamaha, Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. Every day's a good day. Stop wishing. Every day's a chance to drift away. Drift away. Every day's a good day for fishing. Seeing down a tackle world today. Station sponsor. Council is undertaking stabilisation works to the rock face at the Sturt Street cutting in the city. This will involve closure of the car park and change traffic conditions on Sturt Street from July 31. Plan your trip and allow for extra travel time. For more information, visit Council's website. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the NQ Fishing Show. Time to head up to the beautiful Lucinda and have a chat with Em. How are you, Em? I'm very well, thank you. How are we? We're fantastic, thank you. Marty's just on another call, getting some bingo numbers. How's the weather looking? Yeah, it's nice and sunny, beautiful sunny. There's a, the swirl of uh, the cloud that hangs over the top of the volcano here on Jurassic Park. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, it's sunny, a little bit breezy, but a uh, nice day for up the channel. So Beautiful. Shall I bring yeah. my speedos up? Yeah, definitely. Oh. Yeah, it's not too cold. We, ha- we had our, our winter already. Uh, this year it was on a Tuesday, yes. uh, so it's finished now. <laughs> I know, it hasn't been all that cool, although the wind this week's made it a little bit cool. Yeah, the wind. Yeah, the wind has been a bit chilly, but yeah, Tuesday it was freezing. It was caught us by surprise a little bit. Oh, it was um, about twenty was degrees. Yeah, <laughs> actually got down to like seven or eight. It was gross. Did it? That is cold. Yeah, yeah, and then it was all over in a day. So yeah. <laughs> ah, how's the how's the lodge looking today? Yeah, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Everyone's having a great time here at the moment. Um, yeah. Lots of crabs getting caught, so it's nice to see. So we went through a whole gas bottle in one week. That's how many crabs are getting cooked up. Oh, so that's the measure, isn't it? How many crabs yeah, get cooked <laughs> is how many yeah. are around. That's right, yeah. So everyone's been having a feed of crabs, and they said that they've been nice full bucks as well. So everyone's pretty happy with that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's been, it's been nice. So... Yeah, it's been been good. I do have a room available this weekend because um, I got ditched by uh, you. <laughs> I didn't book a room. No, I'm kidding. You ditched You're me. You're going to say. <laughs> no, I'm actually staying at the pub this weekend because yeah. Kayleen won a gift voucher to the pub for two nights. She did. And that was, was that for second female angler? Yeah, runner-up champion yeah, female. Runner-up, yeah. Or the, sec- on her. the second loser. <laughs> so, hey, whatever, whatever works. Eh? No, she did well in the Ingham Rod and Reel. Got the got yeah, runner got up, her. champion female. So, <clears throat> apart from the prizes, a nice fishing rod and stuff like that, she got a gift voucher for two nights accommodation at the pub. So we're uh, yeah, very good. Hanging there. It'll be easy for when I stagger back drunk from there tonight. Yep. Yeah. Not yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> On the coke and rum. Oh, I can't see that. No. <laughs> no. Got sick of waking up naked in flower beds, so I gave up. That yeah, is a true yeah, story, yeah. just quietly. Yeah, that is a true story. I actually fell downstairs um, and <laughs> rolled into a flower bed when I used to drink. But, you know, and, and I put my ribs out, and it actually made the paper because I wasn't able to play 
uh, I was playing AFL in Victoria back in those days, and I actually wasn't able to play because uh, I injured myself. And then in the paper it said an accident at home. Gary's out oh. this week because of an accident. That was at not home. the headlines. It that was wasn't. Leprechaun found in weed bed. Yeah. So, <laughs> so no, I was injured. I, so I gave up. There and then I gave up for one week. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's uh. That's You're amazing. Idea. Yeah, you you just it stopped. Hurts. Boom. Well, it, yeah, I did. No, I. You'll tell me the full story one day. No, no. I actually the reason why I stopped drinking, and I did. I was never a big drinker. Right. Um, I, when in footy season we weren't allowed to drink on a well we were weren't allowed we were allowed to drink in the pub till five o'clock and then we had to get out because sponsors don't want to see. What, in the morning? or Yeah, sponsors don't, <laughs> sponsors don't want to see players rolling around drunk in, in Friday night before they have to play on a Saturday. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So I was never a big drinker, oh. um, and I never could hold it. Like, you know how some blokes knock a carton back. I never. The old never David Boons of the world. But then when we left Victoria in 89, it was just an added expense that um, we didn't need when you were travelling back then, and I just went, oh, well, I won't drinking it and, and i didn't yep and my, and when you when you're 18 19 20 21 and playing footy it's a bit of a a macho thing peer group type get on the get on the drink yes always after a game and so uh, so yeah and i haven't missed it at all haven't missed waking up in in flower beds naked injured or <laughs> stuff like that it's been really good Good for you, buddy. So uh, I'll be your sober Sally with you. I don't drink either. Yeah, well, you know, you wake up in the. What you know, one bloke said to me once, "You must have the most boring life." And I said, "Why is that?" <laughs> no, he said, "You don't drink." And I said, "Yeah, but why is that?" He said, "He gets blind drunk on a night. In the morning, he feels like crap. By the end of the day, he feels really good. Whereas I feel the same no matter what. So I don't look forward to feeling better later in the day." But I don't mind. So that's an obscure way of looking yeah. at it for him. I think he's making an excuse for himself. Yeah. But everyone that is a really silver lining way of picturing it. Yeah, I guess. yeah, yeah. Everyone liked it because I'll be the uh, sober driver. I don't mind driving people home. Beautiful. I like being the sober driver. You can remember whenever I make the fool of themselves, and it's really locked in the memory bank then, and you can film it and show them what buffoons they are later on. Yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> hey, uh, so you've got a, a room available for this weekend. I do, yes. Uh, it's a room that can sleep up to four people. It's got a king bed in the bedroom, two singles in the living area. Um, if anyone is keen for that, give me a call and mention the fishing show for your fishing show discount. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that gives you a boat spot on the pontoon as well. Put your boat on there. Uh, you can go out for a fish, come back, put your boat on the pontoon, go out for a nanny nap, go back out. You don't have to pull your boat in and out and do all that stuff. It's nice and easy, so it makes it convenient. Um, but, yeah. Is so it upstairs? It is an upstairs one, yeah. Oh, make oh, sure. Actually, no, sorry, oh. I lied. No, it's a downstairs. I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> make sure it wasn't upstairs because I don't want to roll down them drunk naked because yeah, someone coming out of the bottom <laughs> unit might get shocked. Hey, uh, have yeah. you filled the Christmas spot yet? Um, no, there's one Christmas spot left, but none for New Year's. New Year's is all gone. Oh, oh well, just the Christmas. There'll be a bag yep. of goodies waiting for you in your room if you book it yep. now. Yes, book it now and uh, fish and show discount. We add a little bit on extra and then take yeah, a bit off. Take no, a bit. <laughs> no kidding. Add a lot on and take a little off. Love That's, it. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, but you do get the fishing show discount um, if you do name drop the show. So when Gaz like drops off, the feedback of who's listened. <laughs> when Gaz drops off the prizes um, after the show, he's going to fly past my house and pick up the birdie beetle bag because it's getting harder and harder and harder oh, to yeah. not raid the bloody thing. So. <laughs> well, 
not long and you're up here. You're up here next month. Yeah, next month. Up here. And all yeah. the boys have put their money in now, so that's good. They had a Excellent. they had a cut off on the twenty first. You know how otherwise yep. they get slacker and slacker and slacker, but not they've oh, all done it. You, yeah, you got to rule with an iron fist when you're trying to organise events. Otherwise, yeah, people they get slack, eh? Yes, they <laughs> do. And it all sounds brilliant at first. You're all excited, then you realise yeah. it's just hard work. Come on, lads. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. get the money out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no. Nah. Yeah. All right, Em. Oh, very good. So if anyone wants to jump into that room tonight, how can they get hold of you? They can give me a call on zero four double seven triple nine nine hundred. Um, so it is a downstairs apartment with a private boat space um, on the pontoon to put your boat on. I mean, how can you get much better than that, really? You so can't. It's you're beautiful. For, yeah, you can't. It's easy. You just casually step onto your boat. Yeah, it's nice. It's Off a go. go. <laughs> it is, actually. It yeah. is so, I did it for the first time in the Ingham Rod and Reel comp. I don't usually like leaving my boat um, on the water, but being lazy like I'm getting, I, uh, <laughs> I actually, after the first day, the Friday fishing, just backed it up onto the pontoon, stepped out of the boat, tied her up, stepped out, Run me, run me lead down to my batteries, charged them up, went up to my room, chilled out, and then the next morning stepped into my boat and off I went. It was magic. Jesus, you it just sold magic. it to me, my friend. Did, you, did yeah. I sell that? Very, very good. <laughs> yeah, all done. And meanwhile, there's like 50 people backing down the boat ramp while Gaz is sitting there having his brekkie on the boat. Yeah, waiting. it was so good. So yeah. good. So in the Barabash, I'll be doing exactly the same thing. Yes, yep, yeah, definitely. Oh, it's so easy. It's so easy. And especially for people who like to go out and do like a couple of hours in the morning, then they come back, you know, they want to have a rest and they want to go back out again. It makes it easy that you don't have to yes. pull it out. You can just leave it there. Yeah, it's per everybody just works in on the pontoon as well. So if you have a smaller boat, you sort of put on the inside. Larger boats go on the outside. So, yeah, it works really well. And, yeah, it's, I mean, you can see your boat from the rooms. Like, you know, you don't yeah. have to worry about it being so far away. It's literally right there. It is so good. All right, Em, I shall catch up with you over the weekend. Sounds good. And uh, say hello. We'll have some fish and chips on the beach or something on sa Sunday Arby or Sunday night. We'll sort something out. Sounds good. Sounds like a plan. We'll see you then. Good on you, Em. Thanks you, for mate. that. All right. Thanks, Dave. Have a good weekend, everyone. You bye too. Bye-bye. Bye. There's Em up at Lucinda Fishing Lodge. And don't forget, there's a room available if you want to sneak up. Give her a call. Weekend. Mention the NQ Fishing Show. Receive yeah. your discount. I'd be there, but uh, with the gift voucher from the pub. Well, you've got to use it. Got to use it. So uh, we're staying in one of the new villas at the pub there. Ooh. Oh, well, it, villa sounds good. It's probably a room. Now, a bit of a sad note. Uh, just um, in the ad break before has um, got a thing sent through that a man has uh, been pulled out of the water from the marina last night, believed to be a yachty. So he has uh, passed away. That's no good. So he's drowned in the marina. And um, so I'm sure there'll be more to come come to it from there her mum sent me a um a message during the week too that there was a, a yacht a drug yacht with um, yeah, caught six, in townsville 65 million dollars worth or something of yes. cocaine on board that's yeah, insane in the hull. wow yeah, yeah i know unreal you just never know do you you never ever ever yeah. know i bet you i know the yacht i hope i've thrown a lure at it no it was well, it might have been in the water but when when i seen on the news it was out of the water and they cut oh, that would probably it. be the yacht not to sneak up to and try and flick out yeah. its back lights He's end up with a bullet bloke sitting there with a handgun looking at you ah uh, time to go to a song and an ad break. sorry sorry no, i'm leaving time to go to a song and an ad break when we come back we'll talk uh, about what the bird chip boys should look for when they get in sounds the good creek. another midlife crisis song you're about to put uh, on for us gaz it is for you uh, when you are on the drink. Ooh. Half mass blue. Again.
Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They're top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Signs. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418 Station sponsor. You're looking for a deadly deal on a used car or four-wheel drive? Then get styled up in your new rig from Motorco. Motorco always looking after our mob with great pricing, proper good after-sale service, and all our vehicles come with warranty. Too right? Why go anywhere else? Motorco, Bowen Road, Rossley, station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K. Please Long tell day. me that the microphones were off. The microphones are off. We are having a little chat there, as, as normal. <laughs> we had our Dr. Phil segment. Oh, we love it, mate. Love it. Hey, um, the Birdship Boys sent us a message during the week, an email. Yes. Um, they're heading up to Cape Melville. Do all right on the trout and the Mackies and everything. Yeah. Um, which any Gumby can catch them. Yes. But when it comes to catching barrows, the boys are struggling in the creeks. They get jacks, yep. cod, queenies. So what is going wrong? So I thought we will do a little segment um, to try and help the boys out when they go up to Cape Melville, up that neck of the woods, up on the eastern side of the Cape. Yeah. Um, they've got a couple of really good creeks down from where they're staying. Yeah. Um, so... There's a couple of good areas there, and they're going up uh, the week before the full moon in end of September and a week after in Mm. the first week of October. So the tides are really, really cool. uh, Leading up to the full moon tides are really low, so what I've said to the boys is they're going to have to be prepared to stay in the creek because I doubt whether they'll get out the front and back up to their camp. Right. So they're going to have to bite the bullet and maybe say, um, no, let's get in the creek and let's stay there, and then we start looking. So um, what would you suggest? The boys, The boys. let's start with the lures. The boys said they've got gold bombers, they've got classics, because they've heard you talk about yeah. the classics all the time. Well, I only use the classics for trolling. Yep, yeah, but they they haven't got a, a range of soft plastics. So we'll go on to the soft plastics. And it, look, the, the world's your oyster. It really it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The first thing I'd say is have a uh, have a lot of white. 
White. Whether it be nighttime or day, and this is just me, guys. Yeah, but this we're is helping just the boys from Victoria. Yeah, so. uh, uh, but white is my when in doubt, put on white. Yeah. It used to be gold, um, yes. but now it, it's definitely white. It's just it looks so good in the water. It gives you so much confidence. You can visually see it, so you know if it's swimming right. You know whether to pull it up. You know whether to speed it up and slow it down. That sort of thing. So. Um, and, and the beauty about soft plastics, when we're using them, and I'm not including fishing empowerments or anything here, it's such a KISS method. It's keeping it simple, simple stupid. Yeah. Um, it's slow rolling. It's walking it. Like in the empowerments, it's a little bit different. You want to hop it over weed. You've got to keep it above weed. You're dropping it down ledges. You're doing this. You're doing that. Um, the beauty about, like, when I'm using soft plastics in my neck of the woods here in the harbour and so forth, I throw it out, my, my retrieve starts instantly. But let's say when I go over to the crocky ledges and so forth, the barrows aren't on the surface there. No. So you've got to get to the lure to the bottom. And there's two things that people, or, or there's one main thing that people do wrong there, which you really, when they hit the bottom, right, they, they then start their retrieve all the way back to the boat. So it's really only in that strike zone, for, for strike zone, depending on the tide, for a metre or so. And then it comes above it, and then it comes to the surface, and boom. So you've got to get it into your mind. I always use eight cranks of my handle, whether yep. it be a slow or fast retrieve. So I wind one, two, three, four. Once I got to eight, I click it in the out of gear and let it free spill to the bottom again. And I start that again. So you're dropping four or five times back to the boat, so you're giving yourself that ultimate, the, the most time where the fish are yep. you know don't get me wrong when fish are super hungry when they're switched on they're going to swim a meter and a half two three meters up and they're going to nail you but they're so hard so pressured even in remote areas where the boys are going you, you've got to be in that strike zone area so don't retrieve it all the way back to the boat stop start give it a hop here and there so the amount of times when you've brought it back and it tells me that i'm probably being followed yeah and when i click it in the gear and let it free spill back to the bottom I get eaten, get taken on the take. It happens often. So you know it's working. When you when you do click it back in the free spool and so forth, try and let it drop as naturally as possible. Don't keep your thumb on the spool because then the line catches up and it's not swimming the way you want it to. It's sort of coming down with pressure on the line so the tail's not wobbling. When you're in full free spool and your thumb is close but not on the spool, it's dropping naturally and and line's coming out and you'll get eaten that way. So if the, there's a little bit of depth fishing there, but say the boys are casting at a lay down, it's yeah. almost a cast at a lay down and just slowly roll it back to yourself because you're only going to be in on a lay down, which yeah. is a tree laying down sure. from the bank, probably maximum six foot at the end of the tree unless yeah. it drops right off. For the most part with weed with plastics i hate weedless yeah but you have to have weedless and that sort of when i, I say i hate weed yeah. i don't hate well weedless. i sent the boys a picture of how to set up weedless with the little ball sinker on the loop yeah for sure and yeah so in that situation there you you run weedless and you, you want it in there you and then it's mind over matter yeah you have to tell yourself it's weedless there's a chance i'm still going to lose it but throw that thing right, right in, in the back in it yep. The greatest ever thing that you and I always work on is worry about everything once you've hooked up. Yeah, worry about getting it out when you hook the fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I do that everywhere I go. Like there's so many places I look at it and go, oh, God, I'll probably get eaten in there, but I'm not getting it back. You know what? Put it in there. It's not yeah. a place I want to throw a $30 jackal, but we're talking uh, a dollar plastic yep. and a little bit of time re-rigging. Take the risk. And if it's a big barrier, sometimes I jump clean out of the snag out of 
out of the problem. The amount of really big horse barrier that I've caught in the harbour beside a pylon that's looked at the pylon gone, oh, I'm not going that way, turns around and goes out into the open, and, into yeah. the middle of the ocean. They do that. Yeah. They do that. And it's just the wind. Go with them. That when, when my barriers turn around, they're heading away from it. I have as least amount of pre- I have just enough pressure so that they stay connected. And then I let them get right away. And then, because I find when they turn and run away from the pylons or, 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 mm. or what, a yacht, whatever I'm throwing at, if I put on pressure and start fighting them, they do a U-turn and they can go back to where they originally ate you. And that's the danger area. Head so right. so yeah. where I can, I let them keep going. Yeah. So, so, fellas, <clears throat> if you're casting at a lay-down, which is up against a bank, just uh, cast your soft plastic in. But uh, they've sure. got gold bombers. You can do the same with a gold oh, bomber. most definitely. Cast a gold bomber and just slowly wind it back to you a lot. Yeah along the tree yep. or even across the face of the tree because they're not always sitting along the tree. They can no. be sitting on the end of it. Yep. Um, so not knowing the river, the little creek systems the boys are fishing in, we're just assuming yep. that there's going to be laydowns. There's going to be deep bends. Yeah. Um, so what you want to start looking for with your um, side imaging, I presume the boys have, will have Probably side not. imaging. You never know. I reckon they will. So okay. So out the front of some of those, uh, if a feeder creek feeds into the main, there's usually a bit of a hole there. Oh yeah. A good spot to have a little look and and start looking for those fish or anywhere that's got dirty and clean water, obviously. Yep. And uh, don't get caught up in thinking there's got to be structure. And it's exactly what you're talking about out towards the mouse and everything. Big barren mud flats. Yep. There's barra all over them. All that, and they they don't have to be on the drain. Like up at Hinchinbrook, not every barra comes out of a drain. Some of them come across just off the mud ledges. They're, be- yeah. they're where the bait is. Find the bait. Yeah. Like anywhere. Well, find the bait, find the barrels. There's a, a good point. You brought out clean and dirty water. So yeah. if there's a, a, some, a creek or a little pressure point or somewhere feeding um, a muddy line and a clean line and yeah. there's a little bit of bait flicking around it, spend a bit of time on it. Yeah. Um, just don't cast two casts in it. Um, maybe put a plonk anchor down or sit on your anchor or spot lock. It's instinct, Gaz. You're right. Yeah. And and um, I've, I'd like to think that we're good at that. When you've not – it's like any it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, it's a duck. If it feels like there should be a fish there, everything is right for the fish. Most often than not, there's a fish there. How yeah. to get it to eat is – a different story and that's like some and we're not going to get onto this we'll talk about this yeah. later. someone put on facebook a really really interesting question is is live is live target is that cheating and i'm with this guy 100 percent. i love it i absolutely yeah. love it is it cheating yeah it is it is it's it, 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 and someone said yeah but you're still going to make the fish eat well that's what live target is you're making it eat you're working yeah. out what it's doing you're working out what retrieve every fish is going to eat unless they're in complete shutdown mode you can talk a fish into everything now you and i without live target 90 percent, 99 percent of the time when we're retrieving when there's a fish following it just turns away we don't know any different we no, just put our next cars live target you know and when it's not rea- when it's not reacting to your slow retrieve you're watching it okay oh jig yeah. oh no oh look at it it's turned back around it's come towards me i'm going to speed it up a bit wind it up Boom, bang it eats you straight away you've worked out because you know as well as i do like colors today they're responding to green yeah. and they're responding to a jig quick retrieve 
And you yeah. found it. You found the pattern. And how did you find that pattern? Live target. Yeah. It's told you. Is that cheating? It's not cheating because it it, it is. It is cheating. Don't, I don't mean to uh, contradict myself there. 100% it's, a it's cheating. It's a massive advantage. And it sort of comes to a thing. Uh, Rod Harrison put something up through the week yeah. uh, where there's a COD comp. And the COD comp um, has this big label on the bottom of it saying live target not allowed so when you've got a company or when you've got an organization that puts that that means there's a definite real advantage yes to you now if i'm fishing if i go to faust there's no point you and i fishing faust in the faust tournament if we want to win it without live let's be honest there's no there there isn't because after watching jacko's videos yeah uh, be honest with me fishing faust yeah you just He's with his live. Yep. You just go, holy dooly. You do. You do. Like, we're, we're, and they're, they're talking numbers 15, 20 a day. Like, that's a miracle day without it. And it happens. It yeah. happens. But this is ap- happening constantly. Regular. It's happening regularly. So, the, hence why they, they said in this tournament, no live. No live. You're not even mm-hmm. allowed it on your boat. And I forget what Rod Harrison's comments were. Uh, but I think it was sort of depicting to the to the lines that we've got to be really, really careful here with what we're doing, really, because we're we're starting to mess. We're, we're always Mother Nature always has a has us as a disadvantage. That's the way it's meant to be. We're hunters, but we're still not meant to have the monopoly. Technology has given us the monopoly. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting thing. It is. It um, is. Uh, do, do, would I put it on my boat? Um, in a hundred percent time yeah it, yeah without even blinking an eyelid of course because uh, that's my sport that's what i want and Munro and just said don't be jealous of live i just said you cheat no 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 i'm oh, no it's awesome yeah oh, i've made it clear that i'm not jealous i'd put it in my boat in a heartbeat yeah, it's in an, an interesting thing I, I, the only reason i don't have live in my boat is because i'm a bird man and the bird's not up to scratch it's not up to scratch. It will one day. Of course um, it will be. But in saying to the boys at Birdship, we're not if you haven't got live, doesn't matter. Well No, of course probably not. Probably the best um the best thing you could do on the end of a, a tree or a, a wispy tree or a big tree is sit on it for a little while. Throw mm-hmm. twenty or thirty casts. Just don't drift past it with one cast. Yeah. If you see a, a bit of bait sitting out the end of that tree, um, put your anchor down, just sit there and throw 30 casts in varying areas. Yeah. Because as we know with barras, you can be 100 mil out and it won't move. Throw it that extra 100 mil, boom, it's out there and it's on it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, fellas, if you just sit on a snag for a while. And the thing with the flats too, Gaz, is um, try and be patient and keep your retrieve all the way back to the boat. Yes, um, which is something that you fail with, which you've I learned. I hate it. I haven't got the patience. And yeah, the amount of times that barrows will follow you all, all the way back and eat you at your feet. The example was um, with Kayleen last week. She slow rolled all the way back to the boat, yep. lifted the lure out of the water, boom, missed it, and off it went. So, so yeah, if you're going to slow roll all the way back to the boat, and with your um, Samaki live shrimp or your gulp, gulp shrimps, um, throw them at the end of the snag, let them sink right down and then slow wind them back to yourself. Yes. So with your soft plastics, head into those, um, uh, some of your paddle tail style looks. All my mates are commenting now. Even Roger, Roger Henneman, um, who brought live. sea lures. Yeah, yeah. It, well, he, he says that it's time that i got a real sounder. I don't think he's a what bird man. He's a Garmin man. I'm pretty uh, sure if I remember. 
No, mate, it's it's an interesting. interesting oh, I, I, I love. I, I even. I love. I even love videos. watching yeah. the, the watching the live is so exciting. It's just brilliant. Yeah, but but um, yeah, with those soft plastics on a lay down, slow roll it back, let it let it get down a little bit. Mm. Um, dirty water lines. Yes. Um, as we were saying, look for a bit of bait flicking around those dirty water lines. Cast into the dirty water or along the line, Marty. What's your recommendation? Oh, I like in the guts of that dirty water. Throw it straight in there. Straight, with throw it straight in there. That's where the barrows are. Not just yeah. there, but they'll eat you in there. Yeah, they're in there, but that's where they're sitting. And that's where they're hiding. Yeah, that's where they're hiding. Um, because what you've got to... And they, they, that's one of my favourite... Fa- and that's the main reason I go out to Hinchinbrook as opposed to cattle. For, for, yeah. Cattle doesn't have them sort of flats. They don't have drains. They, but there is a real art to being at the drains at the right time. You can miss it in a heartbeat. Because they yeah. don't, you know, you sort of... Well, that's where the boys are going to have to work it out is get to those drains. And there'll be drains in these creeks feeding out of the mangroves yeah. and into the main system. So when there's a little bit of water and still pumping out, yeah. um, and it's, if it's dirty water coming out of it, yeah. and try not sit too close. Um, one of the big mistakes I make about drain fishing is I get too close. Yeah, I, when I'm in the drains, I'm back a little bit further. Try and sit Fifteen. Back and do a longer cast into the right into the drain. And Ten, fifteen meters for sure. Whether it be hard body or or soft. <coughs> you kind of know when you're going to get eaten. It sort of it, it does get a feel about it. Yeah. I mean, of course, you get fish that come out of nowhere, but you know when you throw your lure into a drain and just like oh, this has got to get done. Yeah, yeah, and you jig jig. You know what's better there we go. when you see that big bit of foam go yeah. in the drain, you go, oh, yeah, this one in there. There we go. And then you throw for the next two days at and it and not get, get it. it. But, yeah, just um, – and if a drain drops off into a deeper bit of water um, – Well, that is uh, – that especially if that drop-off is like a metre off the drain in the dirty water zone, that's a dinner bell. That's a, yeah. that's a signpost. But try and um, – instead of sitting directly out from it, maybe go down mm. and pull down through the water column. So yeah. sit down from where, it. Where a lot of people make mistakes too is they throw straight into the guts of the drain every time. Yeah. They're not just on the guts. Of the drains, throw to the sides and everything. Always on my first cast, I like to throw to the sides. So I get more fish on the edge, on the outer yep. edge of the drain than what I do right bringing it down the guts. Um, having a big piece of timber in the middle of a drain is pretty good. Oh, they're excitable ones. <laughs> they're, they're excitable ones and they're pretty rare. But what, what if, if it's excitable to you, it's excitable to every other fish that's gone past yeah, it. If Yes, and that, but maybe not up there. At Hinchinbrook. No, that's a different Hinchinbrook story. Hinchinbrook in the comp, you're usually the fifth or sixth person to that snag. But in saying that... You still get fish. That could be the time that fish decides to have a crack. Yeah, so, or move into there. Because yeah, so, they're still moving fish. Yeah, so if you're up there, when, up there, look for those drains, a little bit of dirty water... Um, mm. And as Marty said, hard body or soft plastic throwing? What do you throw? At, at, at the drain. drain? Well, I'm, I'm a hard plastic man for there. Hard, uh, hard, 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 hard body. body. So, I'm a hard body. Whereas if I fish somewhere, like, say Trent or someone like that, it's all soft plastics. Yep. And I see him spanking. I, I like, you can, you can manipulate a lot more with a hard body that you can't really do with a soft plastic, especially if it's weighted. Yep. So that's the only difference. Like, depends what – when the barrows are in the mood, they're going to eat – they're only, like, if they're eating prawns, then obviously you're going to throw a prawn yeah. in there. You want to try and match the hatch. But like we've discovered a thousand times, sometimes go completely opposite. Completely opposite. If they're eating krill, roll a gold bomber through there. Yep. If they're eating seven-inch mullet, put through a – 
a, a, a small um, jackal. Just it's as much as matching the hatch is the right thing to do. Sometimes you got to go complete opposite, opposite to everything that you've ever been taught or or know, and try something different, and you'll get eaten that way. Yeah. And then other times, it doesn't matter what you do; they're not going to eat. But you just keep, and that's where it comes down. Maybe put twenty or thirty casts in there instead of. Well, if the barrows are there, I'm not moving. No. I'll and do everything I can to make it easy. The tides eat. the lads have picked a fairly and that's where up the, there for trolling, so you only get a little window at low tide or high tide. Where <laughs> trolling's a great way to find yeah. find fishing. I love it when people say trolling sucks or it's I or like it's it. a crappy way of fishing. Trolling's nice. Yeah, yeah. So no, it's a no, it's And then you're like, what's your biggest barrett? Eighty? Okay. Yeah. Maybe try trolling. Yeah, have a go at trolling. You get <laughs> yeah, some yeah. bumpers there. You know, and you get some bumpers slow rolling and all you sorts do. as you well. Get some, but the daily is the nicest trolling river. Yeah, the, but the Territorians' way of trolling and our way of trolling is well, totally no, you tr- yeah, it, it is totally different, and it's hard work. What I do, it's it's um, not hard work, but there's yep. there's definitely a method to it, and you, you can see some people. We're doing the jig troll that I do when it's out of gear. They simply can't keep the lure at the right depth. They can't do it. So the lure floats up and they're out of gear. Next minute, the lure's on the surface. There's a definite art to it. And uh, you get that art right. And uh, like I've been down the harbour that many times and there's like five, six boats on the water who are all throwing at the lights. And uh, we catch up across paths at the ramp. And the, when they're not at the lights, when they're at the lights, normally you see them within the first yeah. half hour. You know that they're going to be there. When it's like, oh, I don't waste my time. I just go and troll one of my walls and pick up a fish that way or two or three or four or whatever. It's incredible. And uh, I do very well with it. And, um, and then I realise that it plays an important part because I see them boys back at the ramp and whatever, like I say, who are all very good fishermen. And they've, none of them have seen a fish. They're all zeros. Meanwhile, I've had an absolute cracker of a night. Why? Because of trolling. So you can take the piss out of it all you like. At the end of the day, it's an incredible way of fishing if you know how to do it. It is. A, I don't mind having a troll, especially but in a nice system. do I prefer slow rolling the soft plastic or jigging the lure out of the timber? Definitely. Definitely. But I won't answer that way when I'm hooked up to yeah. a metery. Patience for the... F- for, for you lads, when you get up to Cape Melville, just um, sit on those snags or those drains. Even a little sandy drop-off that drops into deeper water, just have a little look yeah. around that. Bit of warm water heading over that and dropping Well, look, in. that's probably the most important thing is is that temperature. I, I'm a big advocate of it. I look for yep. that temperature. So, like, cattle, for some reason, even though it's one big, big swirly snake system, um, I mean, boring. It is a really, really boring creek, to be honest. Um there's different patches of it that are all different temperatures. So I'm not going to fish a 21.1 when there's a 22 yep. somewhere or 22 when there's a 22.4. I will find that warmer water. It's really, really important. And you fight, you, you're not going to go – You're not when you first rock up into a creek, you're just keen. All you want to do is yeah, fish. So you go to your favourite spot and it might say 19 degrees. You're in completely the wrong spot, especially if the one around the corner is 20 degrees. Yeah. That's the one you should be at. So unless you've got the time, you're not going to tear up and down the creek to see, to see all the different water temperatures. That will work itself out over time. All right. Well, let's try a phone call, Marty. Morning fishing show. Good morning. Courtney. No, it's not Courtney today. Who is it? Michaela. No, it's Hayley. Oh, hey, Hayley. How are you going? I'm not too bad yourself. Good, thanks. Chasing some numbers today. Yes, please. Who are we chasing them for today? Emily. Emily, yes. Hayley. Yes. Mason and Mark. All right, you, Hayley, you are 17. 
Emily, yep. Emily is 18. Yep. Mason is 19 and Mark is 20. Yep. Next Thank you. That's all right. Next time you ring in, we want a fishing report, please. Okay, we will. Good awesome. Girl. Good on you, Hayley. See you, mate. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. There we go. Caught again. Every time. Ryan up at Cairns from Hook to Parrow will be laughing now. He'll be laughing. But, yeah, boys. I love his little meme, this little song that he put on the, our um, page the other day. Oh, I haven't listened yet. Oh, it's funny. Have a listen. All right, I will. Let's go to a song and an ad break, and when we come back, uh, we'll head to Cleveland-based seafood. How are our ads going? Are we a double ad break? No, or are we no, doing I'm, okay? I'm all over the it. The show mate. is killing it today. Yeah, it's a good one. So, hopefully, um, the bird chip boys... Yeah, well, I think the best, yeah, if they send us some questions as well. Because there's so much. Where do you stop? Where do you stop? And, like, the yeah. best barrow fishermen in the world still learn. Well, next week we've, we, uh, I've got Serge in the studio with us who's very handy on the lure. Yes. Up around Hinchinbrook. Um, if you want to check Serge's stuff out, check um, Serge's Fishing on YouTube. All right. And speaking of that... Um, one of our show favourites that we have on um, quite often, Nighty, he started his own YouTube. Yeah, he has Nighty's Fishing Adventures, so just yep. jump on that. Yep, give him um, a look. Have a little look. So we'll Yeah, go. yeah, definitely. I haven't watched one yet. You've watched him you, and you like him. I so, like yeah. Nighty. We know Nighty, mate. He's, uh, Nighty's awesome. So uh, I'm going to take a call, Gazza. Go for it. Let's go to a song and an ad break. And when we come back, uh, we'll have Gordon from Cleveland Bay Seafood and just see what super specials he has. Let me tell you about fishing. Fishing food And every fishing seminar Even been to fishing school So listen close to my advice Before you ever cast your eye Gotta get yourself a fishing boat like mine Well, I bought her back in April new Added 25 coats of cobalt blue And I painted my truck and trailer in cobalt too I pulled out the motor and I hauled it down The rusty huffins wound for sound And a little rusty turned a couple screws and She's got 500 horses of pure power Turns 185 miles an hour Sits back on a rooster tail, just rapping about 11 grand. She moves down on the water like a phantom jet, and I ain't even tried the nitrous yet. She don't slow down to a stop, neither. She just kind of lands. Man, if that ain't fishing, I'm a fishing fool. I've been to every fishing seminar, and I've been to fishing school. You gotta get yourself a red hot rig. Thing. Come home looking cool I got a little fish finder that's out of this world It'll tell you if a minnow is a boy or girl My laser-guided trolling motor keeps me out of the rocks I got 30 rod holders, four live whales Underneath my stereo there's digital scales Let me find the password and I'll open up my tackle box I got spinners, twisters, busters, poppers Rattling shad, whirlers and hoppers I got plastic worms and rubber mice. That neon crawdad there works real nice. There's jitterbugs, crickets, grubs, and broken backs. Man, if that ain't 
son, she's a mean machine, just perfect for taking your boss out skin. Crack that throttle halfway and start talking rage. She'll pull tubers, tires, still on her truck. You better strap on your safety belt when she's hooking up. MG forces kind of push your nose to the side of your face. Man, if that ain't fishing, I'm a fishing fool. Deadly by Dark from 7 to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday night. Playing all your R&B, hip-hop, rap and reggae from the 80s to now on your two deadly radio station. 107.1 FM, 4K1G. Hey, Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They're top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Sign's. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418-199-667. Station sponsor. You know, I used to love going walkabout, but ever since that Motorco mob delivered me my four-wheel drive, I stopped walking. Thanks to Motorco, I now prefer to drive about. They even arrange finance. Just to let you know, you need a new rig, you should go with Motorco. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. Let's head down to Rising Sun Marine. No pier today, but we've got the lovely M down there. How are you, Em? I'm so great, Gary. How are you? I'm fantastic, and you're looking fantastic too, as usual. Ah, thank you. So are you. <laughs> How do you know? Oh, puke you, puke. Yeah. How's it been, in the, sh- how's it been in the shop? this week you've been busy running around selling bits and pieces yeah it's been pretty on and off at yep. the moment can't complain though it's been no busy. you can't complain like that what uh what's going been going good for you you've been selling a few hummingbird sounders and mincoders how's the stock going yeah it's been really good um Pierre and i actually got to go out with garmin on tuesday and we got to see all of their new sounders and they taught us about the active captain app and yeah the, uh shading that they've got with their new charts and everything. So awesome. Cool. Did they take you out for lunch? Oh, well, we managed to make it to Maggie. We didn't get to manage to get on the island. Ah, uh, so. if that had been Hummingbird, they would have shouted you lunch. I know. They'd, Next time. They would have taken <laughs> you to the Marlin Bar and you just wouldn't have come home for a couple of days. We did think about it. Ha. We were pretty keen to go out to the reef that day. <laughs> yeah, a bit windy, though. How's the uh, Minkota sales been going? A few in stock? Yeah, we've got a few in stock at the moment. Um, yep. We've got the 55-pound 
54-inch Tarovas at the moment, and we've got a few of the bigger shafts as well. Awesome. And your yep. bargain boats bits been going really good, all good little specials on your bits yeah. and pieces from flares to seats to, to all sorts. Yeah, and we've got new rail blazers stuck in as well. Um, yep. That's been really exciting to see that. Good stuff. And um, Father's Day is coming up as well, so we might be having a sale. Oh, we'll keep an ear out. All right, I can hear your phone ringing and people chatting, so we'll let you get back on the floor. We appreciate your time, ma'am. Thanks, Gary. You guys have a good one. You too. I'll catch up. See you, mate. Okay. Bye, Em. Bye-bye. There's Emma down there at Rising Sun. Really cool to have a chat to, Em. Yes. You know, um, I, she has a second job, and at the Empire Hotel the other week... Hmm. The Empire were doing free oysters, shucked at you, shucked while you sat there having a drink. What for you? Sh- oysters, shucking is cracking them open. Shucking. 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 You haven't just so, made up a word. That's it. No, that's yep. It. Cool. So, I'm not going to argue. So, uh, so I'm sitting there having a no sugar coke, and M comes over with the bucket of fresh oysters and starts shucking me oysters and handing me. It. So it was so good. And then I see her at Rising Sun and go, they were so nice. She goes... She's feeding you aphrodisiacs there, my friend. Yeah, I know. I know. The poor old pot plant out the front copped it. <laughs> 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 no, and the, I said to her, how, how... that Like, that job, like, I oysters are my favourite. I can only really eat them as a Kilpatrick. Oh, no, I can scoff them. But if I was there with a bucket of... Fresh oysters, I wouldn't hand many out right, eh? to many people. I would just go, I'll have that one, one for you, one for me, one, one for, for you. you. Beautiful. Hey, while we're thinking of it, um, yeah. uh, I had one of our lads call in um, and well, from the RSL, Sports Fishing Club. Simon? So, yeah, he had Simon call in and he was um, he was actually talking about they went to the Maggie Island with a comp last week and got some nice fish and so forth. So sounds like a really, really good family club to be part of and that's the Beautiful. RSL Fishing Club. So obviously I believe you would be able to contact the RSL or there may be a Facebook yeah, page yeah. and that sort of thing. So, um yeah, Simon, Simon listens every week and really enjoys yeah, the show. Yeah, he rings in. Loves the tips in. and there. He got a bit out of what we are talking about then. Never caught a thing. Which is um, good. I just tried Gordo. I'll try him again in a minute. Yeah, well, he was busy there last week when I pulled in. Yeah, so, so I just tried giving Gordo a ring. We'll try him again very shortly. So Yeah, well, it's getting to that stage already, mate. It is. We've got some awesome prizes to give away. So What's the plan this weekend, buddy? What well, are you when thinking? I, when I get back, I'll quickly do the podcast. Yep. Uh, Ingham, Rod and Reel has their $1,000 Biggest Barra weekend. Today. No, today. today. So Reese and the boys and all everyone's up there chasing barras. That's the thing about the show. We miss them sort of things. Oh, yeah, I can't get up. I could. I could leave you to do the show, but it just wouldn't be as good. Um <laughs> No, they've got their thousand dollar for the biggest. You're mate. right. It's not. It the is. show works a lot better when you and no, I are you, together. You go good, mate. You go. Pretty Don't good. try and suck. Suck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! Stop it. Um. So they've got their thousand dollar date and five hundred mystery length. But <coughs> yeah, you'll be choking, all right, I buddy. <laughs> um. But no, I won't get to fish that. But we got. They've got the AGM tonight. Yeah. Um, and then tomorrow I'm going to have a little fish around. <laughs> Stop thinking oh, about it, Gaza. I'm going to have, me and Kayleen are going to have fish up the channel, just have a little bit of That'd a be play. good, mate. Really, yeah. really good. Well, Kayleen's um, got, now got the bug of paddle tails. 
I've had to dig some paddle tails out for her because okay. she watched Jimmy the other day. Right. All right on paddle tails. Watch someone who can fish. Well, I taught him everything he knows. Yeah, he of course you did. So, uh, and he steals my spots. Um, mm. So she wants to have a little crack with some paddle tails. So okay, I've um, got some um, Berkeley paddle tails and some BCT paddle tails there just to throw around. Why not? Samarkis. Them little BCTs are pretty bloody cool. And I've got you. some Samarkis. I still can't go past my Nobis. You like your Nobis. Oh, they're so good. So yeah. good. And they didn't reach the notoriety that they should have because they haven't got Z-Man written on them. Or they That's haven't it, got this, they, they haven't go, got they that. They work, mate. Oh, they it's work a, really, really well. It's a soft well. plastic tail with a paddle tail. I like... I do a lot better with plastics that um, aren't that stretch plastic for whatever reason. Like my Nobis, sure, you'll only get one or two, maybe three barrows out of them is before you've got to change them. Is your plastic ribbed? Mm, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> Do you need I to said, go home? No, I don't. <laughs> Are you but, sure? But, Am I going to get out of here safe? But some of those BCT plastics are ribbed, and I know some of your nobies are ribbed. Yes, most definitely. And do you like yes. using a ribbed lure? I, I, I think the actions on a plastic is a lot better with that non-stretch plastic. Yep. yep. So um, I, that's that's just my opinion. I think the, the, the wobble is... Um, and it is, you know, you run a plastic in the water, and I've I've got some really high brand expensive plastics, and I run them through the water. And I'm just like, nah, Doesn't yuck. Work. It looks like crap. The tail's sort of like wobbling from side to side. Sometimes the fish react to that, but I really like something that's going. You know the funny the thing the other day, I rigged a gulp soft plastic when yeah. I was down Morrissey's. Yep. And the hook was just off center, and you know what Kayleen said? Can't do it. Marty would be unhappy with that. Yep. And Couldn't I re-rigged it. it. Good lad. Yeah, Good lad. Oh, it pulled straight down the center. And I'll tell you something. And this isn't a secret amongst tournament anglers or anything else. But for for the, for our um, listeners out there who are using the plastic, if you want to get the best out of your plastic, sometimes and the, the, the plastic's getting a little bit old, or you're looking at that tail section and it's it's not quite um, wobbling what you want. If the fish are, are needing something that's more aggressive, get your scissors out and snip a little triangle piece, just a little tri- triangle piece out of the back of the tail, which means that. The tail then goes from a say a, a quarter of an inch thick or a quarter of a centimetre thick paddle at the back and you've snipped it out and it's left with like a mil, a mil and a half. Now two things there. A it's gonna weaken it ten to, ten times. So eventually that tail is gonna fly off. But in the meantime, that tail, instead of just being a slow wobble, is gonna go absolutely berserk. Now that tail doesn't need to be going back and forwards vertically. It can be going vertical, horizontal and a bit of oblique and so forth. Let it do that. As long as it's going around, as long as it's creating all sorts of vibrations, that is exactly what you, you know, want. Um, and that's what we call pimping up the lures. And there's lots of different pe- things that we do, especially like it all started back in the day with um, uh, using our um, Starlo and Bushy's bloody... Squidgies. The, the squidgy slick rigs. That's where it all happened. And that wasn't my thing. That was something that Millard and, and you said and all of them sort of boys stumbled onto and, and we just found out their little secrets later on. The snipping of the tail and doing this and doing that. And then obviously um, Jason brought out Area 51s. Yeah. Uh, which made a massive, massive dif- difference. Your hookup rate went from 50% to 90%. It, it was an amazing well, thing. the... Storm so run soft plastic minnows, they actually had a really so runs, yeah. They had a really cool idea when you bought them out of the packet, they were paddle tails, yeah. Their tail had a, a big slow paddle action, right? But there was a little bit of rubber connecting it to the tail, and you oh, pull, yeah, pull yeah, that out, and it would give you a tighter, fast action, yeah. 
So you had the two options there. So two really, options. Really cool. And if you don't, like, that's exactly what we're talking And basically what we're doing is we're creating that option by getting your scissors and taking yeah. a triangle piece. You don't do it right at the very end, at the butt end of the tail. You do it about, let's say it's a, a four-inch lure. You do it about an inch up from the tail because the tail's still got to have room. Still got to it's still got to be able yeah. to paddle. So you snip it. It does weaken it. But you're going to get way more vibration, and it works time and time and time again. A few little tips there. I hope the Birch Chip boys are taking all this in. Let's uh, go to an ad. Hopefully I can get hold of Gordon um, from Cleveland Bay Seafood and see what super specials he has on the front counter. Spit it out, Gazza. Well, I was thinking, has he got a counter? Or I know what you're a, thinking about. Just wait till you get home. Has he got this? Has he got that? Damn right. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha. Townsville Marine Station Sponsor With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville Take your